This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Ian Bolton. Good question, though, isn't it? Like, how do they live? Do you know what I mean? Great question, yeah. yeah. Hello, welcome to the show. Nat was Nat telling me there just to go for Sarah rather than Sarah. Because well, we we've got Sarah board, Alexander on, but it could be Sarah as well. Mm in the studio to chat about playing a clitoris on stage in rejoicing at her wondrous vulva the woman applauded herself that's where we're at (laughs) (laughs) hang on I'll come back Just stop everything. <laughs> Consider that a false start, right? <laughs> if this was, oh, if this was a pre-record, you've got two hundred. Have you been framed for if that? If it was a pre-record, we'd start. We'd just start again this to. show, but we can't because it's live. <laughs> Can you explain what just happened? That um, I told you to turn my headphones. Actually, a bit more. I think I could go up a bit more. Okay, quiet. Okay. That's, okay. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. And then as I climbed back on my chair, I sort of misclimbed. Just fell off it. Fell off you? it basically. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So um, this show isn't going to get any better than that, and, <laughs> and you didn't even see it. Should we start again? <laughs> yeah. She said go with Sarah now. Yeah, yeah. 4.30pm today. Welcome to the show, by the way. Uh, 4.30pm, we have Sarah and Alexander in the studio to chat about playing a clitoris on the stage in rejoicing at her wondrous vulva, the woman applauded herself. So that's where we're at. <laughs> you didn't know it was all scripted this show, did you not? <laughs> at 5pm, KSI is on the phone to talk about his New Age tour. We are playing his song, New Age. We are. Apparently, that's what it's I've true. been told to say. We're playing that. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is, but you said they're very famous, apparently. He's, he's very big, KSI, yeah. I'm not being, like, smart. I'm not going, oh, I don't know who you are. I just don't know who it is. Okay. Don't know music, we'll Find mate. out. Talk to don't him. Don't know all the music people. <laughs> then at 5.30pm, Chris Stefano is on the phone in us. The US. In the US. So he's on the phone from America. How about that for a treat for the show? We've got someone on a telephone who is in America at the time Ooh. that they're talking to us. What time will it be there for them? So let's just talk about that. Okay. About nothing but that. Okay. Let's well, keep asking. What shows, to, no, no, let's not no? mention Don't it. Mention let's just keep saying, what time is it there? Okay. What is the weather like there? <laughs> Ian Bolton. 
Hello there, welcome to the show. Um, now, if you listen to next week's show, you will remember that neither myself nor Nat are feeling 100% at the moment. Now, it's the same day as next week's show if you listened to that one. And we're still not feeling very well. In fact, I just had uh, a Reese's cup. And oh, yeah. I feel like I've got a stabbing pain in my side. Oh, is it nuts? You're allergic to nuts? Do you know what? I'm not meant to have nuts. Oh, I'm not meant to have peanuts because it's bad for kidney stones. Oh, okay. So I'm not meant to have That's nuts. And I don't have nuts very often, but I do enjoy a Reese's cup. Okay, I've never tried one, but... Oh, they're delicious now. Peanut nut. butter? Yes, it's peanut butter in chocolate casing. Yeah. Used to be, if you're as old as I am, brackets 24, um, in the olden days, you couldn't even get them over here. You had to wait till someone went to America and they had to yeah, bring some back for you. That's true. And nowadays, can't bloody move for them. I was in an Asda the other night and they had a, a stand. Just for Reese's Cups? I wasn't there just for Reese's Cups, but I asked someone oh, okay. um, where the Reese's Cups are and he said they are opposite the Yorkshire puddings. <laughs> Genuinely true. He said... Well, they're down this side of here, but also there is a, a like bespoke stand for them because they're all on offer at the oh. moment. And you'll find that opposite the Yorkshire puddings it's in the frozen section. Fair enough. Which is obviously where you put Reese's Cups. Okay. But I don't think it's the Reese's Cup that's done that. What is it? I, I think it's just general eating anything at the moment I think is causing me some issues. Yeah. So I'm struggling a little bit with my diverticular... Itis. Well, no, not itis. That's only when it goes bad. Okay. It's diverticular disease. Yes. It's chronic now. Well, we're also suffering from a, a case of the insomnia, aren't we? we we're both, both suffering from the insomnia a little bit. I slept on a sofa last night, but I'll tell you more about that next week. Um, but uh, neither of us are sleeping well, are we not? No, because my... In part because we're waking each other up and we're, we, you know... What? We have different demands at different times, don't we? Yeah, Sometimes yeah. you're a bit... You get very randy late at night and I get very randy in the morning. So yeah, I'm not a that's a recipe for disaster, isn't it? You, you also, you stay awake late. I do, yeah, I do. Well, normally if I'm at yours, in panic that you're <laughs> going to jump my bones, but I'll be like, I'm not. I'll be ready in the morning, but yeah. I don't want to do it before I, I go to sleep. Have a little nap before I wake you up. Cat nap. I think it's because you're. How can I put this? What's the polite way of putting it? I think it's because you're very ram, ram, aggressively rampant. I find when you uh, demand sex sure, from me. Sure, sure, sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're, yeah. you're kind of like... Rampant for you to be anything other than on the bottom. Do you know what? I, I, this is actually good, because we should talk about mm. this now. Because this is a good time to talk about it in a safe space, you know, rather than it's just when we, when we did it it's at true. home. Yeah. I find that your sexual approaches, yes. welcome as they are now, of sure, course, you know, sure. that's, that's part and parcel of our relationship. But I find that your sexual approaches are, are humorlessly aggressive. So what, it, what I mean by that is, when you decide you want it... Yeah. Right? Yeah. Invariably late at night. You decide you want it. Two or three times, probably. You, you get right in my face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's no there's no element of playfulness to it at all. It's just very aggressive and very sort of like wide-eyed. So you bare your teeth a lot, which I've only ever seen animals do, but you do that. You really... Ah, right. Give it to me now! And I'm like, whoa. That, well, that was whoa. like I was in the room. Yeah. That's yeah, weird. Well, you, yeah. you often are, sadly. But it's, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, I'll try and not be... It would be sexy, and if that was the mood of the day, but right, but and you're that, always tired. Aren't I am you? always or very Ill, tired. Slash Ill, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, sometimes I'm, I'm in a bit more of a playful mood. You know, which, yeah, yeah. let's just have a bit of fun, and if it, you know, if we do, you know, that thing that, that thing, you always yeah, want, yeah, then yeah, then yeah. you know, maybe that could be a funny, playful thing as well, whilst being sexy at the same time. But you're, it, it is very, very aggressive. I think if it was, well, if it was the other way around, there would be major issues. If, major issues. If you were doing that to me, I yeah. think I'd be all right with it. 
I'm not sure you would. Because okay. I find in, in the mornings when we have sex, on, on the times that you agree to it, mm. um, I find that uh, regardless of what mood I go in, there is a, an air of resignation about you. Like You're like, well, I'll, I'll just have to do it. Right, okay. Do you know what I mean? I do, yeah, I do know what you mean. Of course I don't I, mean it's not consensual. No, I mean, it's, it's just it, it, you're sort of like... Just get this over and done with. Fine. And, you know, and every now and again you make noises that sound like you're enjoying it, but mm. for the most part, you do just... You, you tend... Again, this might be telling you too much about our relationship, but she tends to... Once she's gone, fine, she immediately flips onto her front, and then, again, the only way I could word it, presents. She basically presents... <laughs> And then I have to, because uh, there's actually a discrepancy in our height as well, me and Nat. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. in an ideal world for me, Nat would be on top. In fact, that goes for everyone. Well, I know but you've it, said that many times. in an ideal yeah. world for me, Nat would Not be on top. Not ideal for me. But because the length of our differences, mm. uh, length of our legs are so different. It's true. I've got to, and again, it sounds, it's, this sounds worse than it is, but whenever Nat presents, I've got to take a run-up. Like I, I can't Your just legs going, I can't just too. move myself into that position because no. I won't get in that position no. just moving slowly. It's I've tricky. got to actually run and jump mm. and then hope that you know you like, miss quite often, don't you? So I, I have missed and that you was an accident wall. and I've, yeah. I've explained oh I see the yeah, yeah, sorry, no, 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 I, I thought no, you meant something not else. That. No, no, no. Okay. Um but yeah, that's you know, that's, that's I think this is the only safe space I can bring it up though. Just okay, just well, just chill out on the sex, will okay, you? Okay, it's good to get that out of the way. <laughs> Um, That's how I feel about our sex life. It's good to get it out. Good to get it out. Uh, no, I'm I am tired. It's like a dog, all the muscles contract. Mainly because upstairs we're having some sort of simply red party last night. What? The people upstairs. <laughs> Big pardon. Yeah, I didn't. I don't. It was just some a simply red party. Oh, I Is that like a sex party? I've got, well, I've got no idea. There was a lot of laughing and the, and some Mick Hucknall on repeat. Right. What well, same song? Two a.m. on a Sunday, taking a piss. I wouldn't mind if it was. Was it the same song? Mm, Something got me started. Yes. Yeah. Stars. Right. And that one about I love the thought of coming home to you. That one. Right. Okay. Da, 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 da. Fairground. That's it. Do you ever feel like they're playing them for you? Is there any feeling of that? I hope not. That it's been played loudly so you will hear it and get the message. Well, run upstairs to go and see him. Potentially. No, I'm not, no, I wasn't in the mood. I was in a bad mood. That's normal. Well, me in a bad mood. As I've said so far, that's normally when you're at your worst. <laughs> Uh, Reese Finley has tweeted, has Nat tried Reese's Pieces? Um, I haven't. What's he put <laughs> in brackets? That's really funny. If not, would you like to, oi, 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 well, hey, the lads. Because <laughs> he's called Reese. Oh, he's called Reese, so I'd like to try your piece. <laughs> try Reese's Pieces? Yes. I bet Reese uses that as a chat-up line all the time. <laughs> Do you want to try, you try my piece? Pieces. Um, I don't like Reese's Pieces. What, what is Pieces be? Pieces. What? His balls. Uh, no, they're a um, they're a confectionery. No, but what would his what would his pieces be? Don't or know. what's the oi oi oi? I think he's just been a bit suggestive. Oh, I liked it, it Reese. You got it's got better, Reese, because this is the guy that I had the for phone sex. You had with. phone sex with Reese. Didn't, didn't you? go and that it well. Didn't happen, did it? Didn't because he sort of backed out. No, don't blame him. You're not blaming him. You I'm didn't bring anything it. to the party. I did either. bring stuff to that party. You didn't again. To back up what I've been saying so far, you just very aggressively said, "Come on, then, do phone sex." No, no, that's not what. And happened. And that's not that's people not can't perform under those. That's not what happened. So what did you do then? You, you said were demanding. To call in. You said to call in if you want to do it. Reese called in, and then I don't know. I can't remember. I'm tired. Too, oh, I'm you, too conven- tired you conveniently to remember. can't remember I've that you were to very that show sexually back, aggressive so I've with Reese. Anyway, Reese, I haven't tried a piece or your piece. There you go. Of Reese's pieces, but I'm up for it. Of the chocolate. Tweet us when you finish your wank, and we'll stop talking. <laughs> Um, so what's so you're having I mean this is a new house for you isn't it yeah they've not done this before I think it's just a new why thing why do you have such bad relationships with your neighbours the man opposite died the one that was in the little the little shed 
lived, it was like a little shed. What, the man who in. lived in the little shed died? <laughs> yeah. Was it what? It's just a little flat. Like, I don't think you can call it you a flat. You can't talk as if we all know what your oh, house right. looks I like. I mentioned it. It's not my house. It's in the flat sort of complex thing. Right. But there's one opposite from my balcony where it looks less of a... Sh- it just looks like a shed. There's nothing in it. I think he was a bit of a hoarder. Right. Because he used to just have T-shirts hanging up everywhere. Uh, <laughs> you sure that wasn't just his washing? No, no, because they were all... It's just very Or did he have a tumble dryer in his shed? Very cluttered. But he passed away, sadly, because I saw some people coming in to chuck everything in a skip. And I saw a fan and I was like, oh... Should have done. Should have got down there. I thought I did think I, was, I could do with a new fan. Or a been fan. all right, wouldn't it? Is I think that, so. Is it immoral? Bit... It's not moral, that is it? Is okay. it? I think it might not be okay. Right? Someone's going in the bin anyway. Stuff. Anyway, so he's passed on, and now we've got the people upstairs who've got a dog. Did you ever? Ch- I mean, those two things aren't relatable. Did you ever chat with the man in the shed? Um, There's a question. I don't think I'd ask anyone today. <laughs> I said hello. He came. He used to come out his door quite a lot and just spit on the floor and go back in. So that wasn't the nicest <laughs> thing. To do. <laughs> didn't, didn't really like that. But what if it... you moved? <laughs> What, yeah, was that when yeah, you yeah. when he saw you coming over? Well, I just no, like I marking I just, his territory. He was like, there's good girls there. She won't, she won't go past that. I'd have to. I wouldn't have to go past his flat. He's downstairs, but I wouldn't have to go past it. Did you not feel you should have like made some sort of effort with him if he was living on his own in a little shed? I said all right to him. What was his name? Do you I know? don't. I don't know. I've forgotten his okay. name. I didn't really know. You've his forgotten name. his name. I didn't this know is a lovely it. tribute. You no, know, I, did, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know. No, nah, no one suggested that you didn't do it. Why, I didn't why you, know his name. Why, why you suddenly, who <laughs> says, oh, the man across the road died, I didn't kill him. I didn't know his name. I didn't know his name, actually. Ever. Right. How's no. he died, do you know? Were there any police there? Oh, oh, no. But I did have the police come to my house uh, a few Saturdays ago. What, to ask you when the last time you saw the man in the shed was? <laughs> No, it was really it was really loud banging on the door, and I wasn't expecting anybody. So I thought, right. oh right, okay, what is this? Tell Are you normally? Do you normally expect well, someone normally to bang on the door? My doorbell doesn't work, so someone, I if I expect someone, they will bang on the door. But I wasn't, and then I went because I was kind of I think I was having an afternoon siesta. We went to the that's, front door. That's a wank in it. I mean wank. You call it what you like. Yeah, yeah, okay. uh, but I went to the front door, opened it, I went, what the hell? And it was a policeman. So I thought, right. shit, okay, I've just I've just had a go at a policeman. That's not. But in my defence, how did I know? He kept banging for like ten minutes, and then he was after he'd arrived. (laughs) No, well, yeah, after he'd arrived at the door, he wasn't stopping banging. Then he said, "Well, he's probably waiting for an answer, wasn't he?" But what if I wasn't in? Kept knocking till I answered. How long do you wait for? For until eight hours till I come home? Maybe knew you were in. Maybe your skylight was open with your feet sticking out. I don't have a skylight. Okay, go on. Um, But then he was was looking for an old tenant that must have just moved out, and I had to go and get ID and prove prove who I was and do what was what was the issue? Do you remember that time in my old flat when I lived in Luton in that shitty flat in Luton when the bailiffs turned up? Yes, I do. You did mention that. Yeah, Yeah. that's terrifying. For somebody that previously lived there. Right? Are they allowed to take? They're not allowed to take stuff your stuff right no, thought, do you know what I'm not even sure legally they're allowed to take anyone's stuff unless really? there's been a court order unless there actually ah. has been a court order I don't think any I think bailiffs are a legal thing unless it's been oh. to court and there's a decision been made because no one argues to repossess. you know when you see bailiffs on any TV show or film whatever they just come in and take, that, the, take the sofa I tell you what that needs stopping that needs stopping on from the off that does that sort of in TV, films, yeah, TV the stuff. TV shows like that yeah. yeah yeah needs absolutely stopping that Right, showing people losing everything, and following the bait like they're heroes or like they're you know they're the cent- making them into little celebrities and stuff. Mm. Fuck that, they're mm. scum of the earth. What do you think about bounty hunters? Well, it's a difficult one, isn't it? <laughs> Why? Do you, mean, you mean dog, don't you? You're on about well, that's dog. The, that's the one that comes to my head. Dog, the well, bounty with his, hunter. With his wife. And he's got don't his, know her name. 
Gloria. Wasn't there, wasn't there some sort of scandal about Dog the Bounty Hunter? Wasn't there a scandal? There was a scandal. Is that what got rid of him? I what need happened? to find out what, exactly what he did. No, let's speculate on what it no, might have been. No, I can't. I've got no idea. Yeah, I, I think what happened was... I think he did... No, I, I think I know. Let me what, just Google it. What do you think it is? Because mm, you're saying things. I'm saying something wrong, saying something that was bad. Dog, Dog the, the Bounty <laughs> Do you, know what? I, I, do you know what? I reckon you'll get away with just Googling Dog the Bounty. I think you'll probably find it then. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no, has his wife died? Well, don't just read it out. That's the top search. Oh. Oh, this is big. Did Dog She's the not Bounty dead. Hunter wife... Beth, Beth's not dead. Right. Beth's not dead. Don't worry. That's it's fine. It's all going Everyone on this show today. Down, like, yeah, it's a death hoax. Yeah, have you ever had one of them? Have I had a death hoax? Well, yeah. We had that one, didn't we, when I stopped being Ray Peacock. Oh, yeah. And we said Ray Peacock had died, and Phil Jupiter did a lovely touching tribute to me online. Oh, he did, didn't he? <laughs> said that the world spins a little slower tonight, or something like that, and I had to tell him that I wasn't dead. Don't say what I'm Googling. So Nat's typing Dog the Bounty Don't Hunter. Don't <laughs> She's put Dog the Bounty Hunter dead racist. <laughs> Do you mean, like, no, dead as in very that's racist? That's what I thought it was. He's there dead was, racist. He used racial slurs in a phone call. I thought I'd remember that was right. what it was. He did have had a, a racist rant caught on tape. And is that what? No, I remember this. Was this something to do with his. Daughter or something, or um, some partner. It's during a phone call to his son Tucker, whose girlfriend, uh, I don't know if he's still going out with her, was black. Yeah. So that's what I remember, and I think that's what may have got him. I don't think he's on TV anymore. Let's have a few more um, facts about Dog the Bounty Hunter. His second name is Chapman. Dog Chapman? Dog Chapman is his name. That's not his real name, is it? Dog Chapman. Let me me get to Wiki. Let me Wiki fact him. Apparently, his real world. It's not still on air anymore. Eight eight seasons. You've just gone straight past his name. Dwayne. It's Dwayne Dog Chapman. Yeah. Is his real life name. Former Bell Bondsman. Yep, can't do it anymore. No. On account of saying all the naughty words on a phone call. Um, controversy. She had a controversy? Just hang on. Oh. Um, a few more Dog the Bounty Hunter facts. Um, Dwayne Chapman, a.k.a. Dog, is 66 mm. years of age, he believe it or not. 66, yeah. 66. Yeah. He's got such a lovely complexion as well. But 66 years of age he is. Yep. Um, he was born in Denver, which of course is in Colorado. Of course it is, yeah, yeah. His birthday is February the 2nd. He's German on his mother's side. His middle name is Lee. His mum was a pastor for the Assemblies of God. Oh, it's coming! It's coming! Another one. You can't juggle. You can't didn't, juggle. Didn't know that one. Uh, oh yeah, a little fact for you here about. Oh, sorry, as we're doing, Doug the Bounty Hunter facts. Um, little known fact: in 1976, according to Wikipedia, this mm-hmm. is it might mm-hmm. be incorrect because of course anyone can correct Wikipedia. Uh, Doug the Bounty Hunter was convicted of first degree murder and sentenced to five years in a Texas prison. He'd been waiting in a car when his friend accidentally shot and killed alleged pimp and drug dealer Jerry Oliver. Brackets 69. In a struggle during a deal to buy cannabis. I, see, How about I, see. That? I can tell you, we did serve around 18 months at the Texas State Penitentiary. Again, according to Wikipedia, according to Wikipedia, which, Wikipedia. which isn't really a factual thing. To oh, okay. 18 months at the pen. At the big pen. Um, at 18 months in the big pen. When he pen, was in prison, dog. his first wife, according to Wikipedia, LaFonda, divorced him and married his best friend. Yeah, that's LaFonda. Um, so. <laughs> oh, no, he's in an interview for Fox News, yeah. the real news channel. According, really. according to Wikipedia. This is. Um, he claimed that while serving a sentence, he tackled an inmate about to be shot for attempting to escape and a congratulatory remark by the corrections officer. Congratulatory. What did I say? Congratulatory. Uh, inspired <laughs> him to become a bounty hunter. And right. he was paroled in 79. 1979 was his parole. Oh, he's not allowed to own a firearm. That's true. Cause it was because he has a previous uh, oh. prior felony conviction. He's also been refused entry to the United Kingdom as a result of his conviction there you go so there's there good, go. good so and bad sides to this we might should we might do more facts on him later i can't rule it i out. mean would there be any more facts oh, about loads of stuff the bounty hunter? Wiki, yeah loads of stuff 
I mean, you say we'll do some facts about Doug the Bouncing's ball. Why not me? Oh, here we go. Sorry, Mark Stevenson says you can pay several hundred dollars to have a five-minute conversation with Doug. You got to pay. How much? I'm going to look into this. Have you nearly finished? Yes. Play the song. You can carry on talking. I'm going to call Doug. Carry on just vocalising your googling if you want. We got a tweet in. How much? How much you get for it? Don't know. Mark hasn't said you can pay several hundreds worth of dollars to have a five-minute conversation with dogs. That's a new thing, that isn't it? There's mm. a company that do it. I can't remember what they're called, but there's a company who do that where you can have a Skype call with people. I know Tim Curry's been doing them. Oh, was he? Of late, um, and they are like dead on five minutes. Yeah. Because um, I watched one of them on YouTube. You can talk about anything. Is there a thing like? I don't know. Don't ask about I've, this, I've got this no idea. The one I watched on YouTube, Tim Curry was saying something like, he, he said, do you mind if I smoke? And they sort of said no, and he, he got a cigarette. And then and then they suddenly went, OK, well, it was nice talking to you. So I presume there's some sort of countdown on the screen or something. Right, OK. And he was away. I don't mean dead. I mean, he was... He was away he, from the, yeah, the he, phone call. The phone call ended. The Skype call ended. I wonder who else is doing it. I'm going to have a look. I'm going to see if uh, someone is. OK. I mean, it would have been better if I, you'd have just let me do yeah, probably. my cue. Yeah, probably. And I'm just going to put something else on now. Chico with its Chico time. Um, I'm also a bit discombobulated today. Mm. I'm going to call him out on air. I'll call him out on air rather than do it to his face. Who? Half one this morning. Who? Barry Dodds. What did he do? Fucking sent me some messages, some picture. Well, Half one in the morning, day before a radio show. He might think that your phone was on silent, to be fair to Barry. Right. So <laughs> you might just assume you wouldn't read it until but the morning. Let's presume that it might not be. Where do you keep your phone at like, night? By your bed? Uh, my phone was... Well, I wasn't at home last night. Oh, of course. You were, so you would definitely keep it near you. Yeah. 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 Right. Just was, make sure I did get up. Was it something that could have waited until... Yeah. Then? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, I see, I no see. One, no one was dead, I don't think. Right. Did you reply to her at one point? No. Were you asleep? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sh- but he didn't wake you up? Yeah, well, we did up. wake yeah, you up. Yeah, oh, yeah, God, yeah. okay. Well, because if my phone's on silent, it'll still vibrate. So okay. if I'm sleeping very lightly, that'll still wake me mine up. Mine doesn't. I've managed to turn mine. You can know you can turn it off where I don't want anything else. Oh, can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, can you turn your phone off? No, oh, no I don't mean me off. I mean as in you can put it on night mode where it doesn't vibrate or anything from certain hours to the morning. Yeah. You you do get... not disturb, is it That's called? That's it, what it's called, But doesn't that people that are in your favourites? I mean, obviously Barry's not my favourites, but people that would be in your favourites. No one can get through to you. You can make it so. Do you mean uh, airplane mode, that one? No, not that one. It's do not disturb, but you can just... You sound like you're pissed. <laughs> I might, I'm so tired. Is it airplane mode? No, not that one, no, no. I know I want to get around about. It's a little airplane thing, isn't it? Not That's that one. That's generally what I sound like on a flight, actually. And then you went very posh. You went a bit like Joan Collins. Um, mm. Can you arrange for me... I mean, it's not the done thing, I know, but could you arrange for me... Um, uh, can you book me a guest card? I would like, really fancy this lady. I mean, not if you're saying it like, ooh, who is it? On, so she's, it been Joan doctor, she's been Doctor Who years ago. Oh, do you know what I'm yeah, talking about? tell me who you like. Who do you, find, who do you like from Doctor Who? Sure, well, who is it? What's her name? See if you can guess. Um, is it, is it Jodie Whittaker? No, no, she, no. Oh, Bonnie years, Langford. That sort of thing, but not Bonnie Langford. No. Uh, is it, is it, um, 
I don't know. I don't know anyone else from Doctor Who. You well don't done. know anyone the, the, at all from Doctor Who. What about Catherine? Catherine. <laughs> the, the great Catherine of Doctor Who. Yeah. Katie. No. No. Well, no? Well, keep going. Uh, is it? It's, what about Katie Manning? Okay. Do you think it is Katie Manning? I think it is Katie Manning. It's Katie Manning. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, let me see. Um, I think I could get her on the I show I find her you. very attractive. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I reckon I could probably get her on for next week's show. Like, kind of, like, kind of really sexy, really. She is, I think she she could be. I think she is sexy. I think that yeah. she'd be, I feel like she'd be quite tactile. I would like that. Um, she'd be very good at holding hands, hugging, that kind of thing. Yeah. I think I could potentially. Would I literally have to scrape her off me? <laughs> I think it should more be on me, to be honest. She can both, if she a bit came of both, in, I really, think it'll be yeah. on both. That's yeah. what I think. We'll see if you can get um, her in next week. Um, I think I've, I've already done it for next week. So okay, I think, lovely, I think lovely. She, I think that she will be okay. on next week's show for you. Oh, well, I hope I get on with her then. Yes. Do you know what I hope? I hope no. that by the show after it, I still smell of her. <laughs> Not in a horrible way. No, it's a nice way. I think I know what you I mean. I can still smell her on me. I can smell her on my hands. Yeah. That's, that's the weirdest link we ever did. <laughs> What sort of compliments Katie Manning is it to go? Well, do you know what? It Katie is. Manning's on next week's show. I can still smell her on my hands. We held hands for the whole interview. I she think, did hold I your think hand we for that, will she? hold hands for the whole interview. It's already been on. And yeah. then she ran around this desk after the show. She did. She said she is a, a perfect hugger. Yeah. Great at hugging. She is good at hugging. She gave us a kiss, didn't she? She did give us a kiss as well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She signed yeah. a DVD for someone who works here. That's right. And then um, she swept off into the night. And then I went downstairs and I hid. <laughs> No, she's incredible. She's a force of nature. I liked her an awful lot. She spills, knocks water over a lot, she yep. said. But, you know. Well, these are all spoilers, spoilers oh, aren't they? Oh, yeah, that's true. We spoiled a lot for you for next week. Do you think she was drunk? No. Tell you what, if she was drunk, then she'll wake up tomorrow tomorrow morning with a proper banging in her head. Well, I think she's like that every... every I think she's no, just got listen, energy. No, stop. Mm. Oh, God. Have you ever laid in bed with the banging in your head that you just can't bear? You can't stop that ceiling going round up there So you stumble to the sink Cause you die for a drink And bang your leg on a chair You want to make a cup of tea But the teapot can't be found So you stumble back to bed With the banging in your head And you can't lay down You wish they'd never have brought that on Chaz and Dave banging in your head. I want to talk to you about uh, Chaz from Chaz and Dave, but I'm going to do it next week okay, if that's yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fine, yeah. uh, we are joined now by Sarah Alexander. Hello, Sarah. Hello. How are we? Good. Good. That was the sound of my childhood right there. Chaz what? and Dave? Yeah. He did, I did one of uh, the last interviews with Chaz before he died. I didn't know that. Mm. Yeah, I did. I, did. I heard. Um, it was lovely. I listened to it the other day. Oh, you did? I listened back to it yeah, for the first time. It was lovely interview. Go on, you heard what? I heard the interview, um, oh no, maybe it wasn't an interview, it was a, like a documentary on, on a radio station, I can't remember, about why he came to play and make the music he did. Okay, he was yeah. an intriguing man, he was a lovely yeah. man, he really, really was. And it's very sad that he's away. Um, mm. You know, there's moments of tragedy around Chaz and Dave, really. We talk, indeed, we spoke about those in the interview yeah, we, at the time. Yeah, we did actually, and he was uh, looking forward to, to being back. Yeah, well, they were back. They were. They were. They were doing the album, all weren't they? Yeah, they were doing some live dates and stuff. So yeah, he was was better again. He was. Mm. He had cancer. Mm -hmm. He was better. He's in remission from cancer. But they were a heart attack or something. I believe so. Something like that. Either way. Yeah, it was sad. Nice. We really liked him. Yeah. Um, But we're talking now. Here's the thing. We got (laughs) we got slightly confused. Oh no. Because your press release landed. I don't read them anyway. But I happened to notice (laughs) on the top of the press release that the show you're promoting is finished. 
Um, the show is closed. Yep. Um, but, so are um, you just here to whine about that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are you just yeah, here where's to, the transfer? Are you just going to call out producers? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So if anyone's listening, um, yeah. um, but also I've got my third novel comes out okay. at the end of August. So you're proper multitasker. Hey, you have, you yeah. have a portfolio career, right? Because you do lots of different That's things. That's a lovely way to say that. I only learned it myself about a year a ago, but because I, I, I have a portfolio career and learned yes. oh, okay. lots of different things. Yeah, lots of yeah, different yeah. Things. I like it as a phrase. I do too. Yep, we can have it. I'm not very, thank you. We can share it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not very good at doing one thing no. at all times. No, why? For why? I don't think it's because I get bored easily. That's mine, that's mine. I think I'm... No, I don't think it's because I'm greedy either. I just think I really love milking different bits of myself. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What a lovely image. Yeah, well, you know... No, I I hear what you mean. It's a... um, I'm always slightly confused by creative people that have one avenue. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Who, yeah, just do one you. thing. Yeah, I hear you. Although, of course, like if you stay on one track, you can get very deep into what you're doing, get really excellent at it. But yeah. I don't subscribe to the view that only if you do one thing can you excel. Yeah. I think it's if you give something 500% focus, even if it's for 20 minutes or 20 years or just give it everything, you know, you can make something good. But it's properly eggs in one basket then, though, isn't it? So if it's something that's, a, a, that's results-led, which can be, and from a business point of view, even creative stuff is results-led. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, you want something to work. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, why did you do it? Mm-hmm. And we can get to the argument of, well, I want to express my creativity and all that sort of thing, which is inherent in all creative people. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you're relying on one thing, when that thing falls apart, and it will... Um, no, but it will. It yeah, will. That's that's the nature of the base, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, it's cyclical. These yeah, things, so totally. th- those things will fall apart totally. or will become irrelevant. You know, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you've got nothing to back it up with, you're knackered. Yeah, exactly. I think it's to do with that for me. Yeah, not getting knackered. Yeah, and doing different things really feeds me. It charges me. Okay. Do you have a preference of stuff in, in the stuff you do? If you had to um, kill one of them. If a wizard came in, right? If a wizard yeah. came in now, I like right, this. Go on. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna kill one of them. Either your writing career or your performance career. I'm gonna kill one of them. And if you don't choose one, I'm gonna kill them both. Both. You've got five seconds. Five, really? Five, Would you really? Five. Yeah, just fuck it all off. Yeah. I can't. I'm not going to. I'm not gonna choose. Oh. I'd sorry, refuse. sorry. Not career. Children. Your children. It is. That's what they're gonna do. It's gonna kill your children. You've got to choose one. Have you got children? I've got two. Oh, oh my god! god. Oh, even better, you've got to choose. You've got to choose one. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, this is the existential crisis. The eldest one is is on almost every day. On the what? cloud. Which one are they going to choose? Right. Okay. Which one would they save? Actually. Yeah. It's like a little. It's like a cloud that follows him, in his pre-tween, pre-teen mm. angst. Okay. So how old is he? Twelve, going on. You know. 50. Yeah. Yeah. I've, st- I've stayed at that. <laughs> um, and your other one, boy or girl? Uh, boy, and Another he's boy. Um, heading towards seven. So more fun. Yeah, he's like. So it's the older one you'd get the wizard to kill. Oh. You have to. 
You got no. chips. Can I just do like? <laughs> I have to. Can I like summon my own magic and <coughs> kill the wizard for giving me such a stupid choice? All right. Okay. Let's, let's, we'll do it as a role play. Try <laughs> try and do that now, right? So, and I'll tell you what happens. Right? No, I'm, I'm a descendant from Sardinian witches. You don't want to mess. Well, we'll see. It's only a role play. Please don't do it in real life, right? But here's the thing. I'm the wizard, right? Come in, right? Right. I'm gonna kill one of them, right? You've got to choose now, or I'll kill them both. Then what do you do? Um, I say, well, I've I've read those stories where you yeah. have to see I'm ready to sacrifice, and then when I put one on the marble slab, you'll yeah. say, oh, yes, my child, okay. you can keep them both because you were ready. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm a, I'm a real twat of a wizard. So you I'm, just so I'm whichever horrible. one, if you're the real twat, then whichever one she says, you'll just kill the other one. No, just no, to be no, a real twat. Not, not necessarily. <laughs> ultimate. We don't know what's going to happen. Well, Let's see how it plays no, out. Okay, I would say, yeah. come and have a coffee. Oh, right. before we talk about it. Right. And then I'd call one of my great aunts. You've got three of your five seconds left. And uh, I would get her to do some little hocus pocus. You drink one. it and die. Right, there you and go. And I rule the world. Right, I drink, I'm drinking the coffee now, right? You yeah. think it's going to kill me, right? But I've already done a counter spell earlier on. And as I drink it, both of their heads just fall off. <laughs> you did that. Oh, no. That was you, Sarah. It's really dark. I know. I know. I love it. What should we talk about now? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we could talk about you, the way I feel like do, I'm five on this story. Do you want to do a counter on to me? Do you want to threaten some of my family? <laughs> no, you know what? I, I actually, I'm really passionate about what ifs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I, I often refuse to do them in, in, in the family. Like, people say, well, what if, you know? And I say, I don't understand a what if. Yeah. Even though if I'm leaving to go somewhere, I, I'm like ultimate packer of what ifs. Okay. But I refuse to talk about it. But I don't it, know what that's about. No, no, I think that's correct. Like what? Because here, here's the thing, right? That I genuinely think, even as I was doing that then, in my head, part of me was going, just don't answer. Yeah. <laughs> just don't answer. That I don't know. <laughs> and we used to, you know, we'd often say it when people who worked here and that. Yeah, and they will always And sometimes I'd have like no. other people who work on the show into the mm. studio and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I would I'd sort of go, oh, I think they might be uncomfortable, and I'd sort of like let them go away and stuff. And we used to say to them, you know that if I tell you to come in and sing, you don't have to. You don't have to do it. <laughs> you won't get sucked if I say sing this song <laughs> and you don't. It's a funny, it's a, is it a polite thing? No. Um, is it an, obed- do, an obedient no, thing? No, what do you think it is? What do you think that is? Is it just a peer pressure thing again? I guess. Do you want to please? It, it might because it's, get on with if them. it's a live show, yeah. that you feel like, shit, this is happening now. I've got yeah, to, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? Maybe yeah, it's yeah. that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not doing it in that way. I'm not. No, but maybe it comes across in that way. You think, I've got to say something, otherwise I'm going to ruin the show or something. I don't know. Maybe yeah. something yeah, like that. It's a, a power thing. Yeah. yeah. So do you think that's what psychologically yeah. I'm doing? I'm like I think you are. flexing my muscles you are. Like It's horrible, isn't it? It is really horrible, actually. Don't. Next time, don't reply. <laughs> Any more of this. I just go like that. I think, yeah, dude, just glare at me, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that'd be brilliant radio, because then, then, then I'll be like, oh, shit, it's silent on the radio. I've got to say something now. Yeah. You know, it's, Silence is powerful on the radio, isn't it? It's, well, we're all, we're all geniuses in retrospect, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> so the show was called Rejoicing, uh, Rejoicing at Her Wondrous Vulva, The Young Woman Applauded Herself. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a thing, right? Yeah. Sometimes I love titles like that. Sometimes I hate them. I'm undecided Fine. on this one. But do you, know what, do you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah, yeah. I go, oh, I love that. Well, my colleague, who's the writer... Yeah. Um, excels at Bella. extremely yeah Bella Heesom excels as really long titles yeah um, and but I suppose this this one in particular was an actual quote from an ancient text okay about the goddess Inanna goddess of love fertility and sex yeah where they used to um, rejoice at vulvas worship them carve them into stone yeah and just you know, honour them as the kind of a magical portals that they are, really. Okay. So the show, in the show... Yeah. 
Um, you played a clitoris. Yes. I just a random clit- one. No, her one. Her one. Yeah, it- I was a massive clitoris. Right. Well, actually, it was on my head. And the clitoris actually is a rather large organ. Yeah. It's not this tiny little button that you just press and then orgasms happen. Um, it I think you find it, it is. What? Uh, what? No, 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 no. Yeah. I think well, you're fine. Think if you touch it once is. and then that is the end. <laughs> One, two, three. Start at the beginning, start. Um, Explain clitoris to Ian where it is, what it is. So the clitoris is really big and it wraps around the vagina. So it kind of, when you look at it, a a picture or a diagram, it kind of looks like testicles going around the vagina walls. And then there's crora that stretch out. It's it's massive. And you only see the tiny little tip of the glands, which is the one that has about 8,000 nerve endings. That's that button that you press it one time and then that is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know about that one. <laughs> and the magic happened. And so it felt like, yeah. anyway, the most delicious revolution to be playing a clitoris. Totally impulsive, unfettered, yeah, yeah. unfiltered. Just I feel like Nat should be doing this interview because she's a bit of a twat as well, aren't you? You can say so you can. <laughs> so predictable. <laughs> Do you know what he, he literally said earlier? He can't wait to use that. I can't wait to have a guest that I can call something playing a cunt earlier or something. And I was like, right, okay, we can't say that. Like he's itching to say that. You I can see. I didn't say he it. He did say it earlier. Said it that. I said it the way. He was itching to you call me a twat. To use the word. We've done it now. You say that as if I wouldn't call you that if she wasn't here. <laughs> Well, the, the uh, ha, ha, ha. All, all kinds of words like floated around yes. the rest, yeah, of course. Yeah. And we we built the show over three years. So okay. we did um, five minute scratch nights, which my husband loved the sound of that. I was, thought it was very hilarious yeah. to go to a scratch night about clitoris. <laughs> and um, then we do ten minutes and half an hour an hour, and then eventually we got the Arts Council funding. We did the full show. But okay. Although I was this huge, bonkers quite funny clitoris. Yeah. I was also playing her sexual appetite. Okay. So her feral impulses. And eventually, by the end of the show, it gets quite dark because she suffocates me. Okay. So I want to start, when you're creating something like that, yeah. so I know, it was, so was it just written or was it work? You said it's yeah, kind, yeah, kind yeah. of workshops. Yeah, yeah. For three years, so we'd be in a room, chatting, improvising. What's with the a, drive? What is the drive? So what is the... The drive was, she said, I want to do a show about female sexuality. Would you be my clitoris? And I okay. Went, Obviously I will. Yeah, yeah. I'm in dream role. Yeah. Yes. And so then we get in a room with our director, dramaturg, who's kind of like an editor with a novel or uh, for any written stuff. Yeah. And he'd set us improvisations. We'd muck around, free flow, She'd go around, uh, go home, and you know, sculpt it into something that had a pulse and a narrative. Mm. And then over those three years, the structure got a bit more complex. The writing deepened. We knew each other better, and, and it's very honest. It's us on the page. It's yeah. not fiction. No, hey, yeah. And so it was really wonderful to do that. And it was Arts Council funded, I guess, in part. It wouldn't have been completely yeah, Arts Council. And funded. also supported by the Oval House Theatre in South London, which is an amazing place for new writing, wonderful artistic direction there, and really supporting new, emerging artists. And what are Arts Council provisos for stuff that they give funding to? What, so, so what would... What would Do you know what? Give... I, I don't think... I won't give such an educated answer to that. Okay. Bella would be brilliant. She looked after all that side of things. Yeah. Essentially, I was a creative collaborator, not really on the production side, but I think you have to do a very thorough application. You can't yeah, just yeah. say, oh, money... I think I'm good. Yeah, it's really thorough. You have to really sell them the idea of something that you're doing is original, will reach people that may not 
normally receive the play. Maybe it's a subject that's never been written about. Mm. Um, you've proven your worth as an artist, that you have a team that are very creative and successful at what they do. Um, and, and you have to go through a lot of yeah, yeah. categories to do that. Which is which is both good and bad, a thing, for something like because. I think with Arts Council, I mean, we're not at the Arts Council, but as a sideline, it's, I think it's an interesting thing with the Arts Council because it is a thorough application thing, as far as I'm, I understand it to be. Yeah. I've never applied for something like that myself, but as far as I understand it, it's very thorough and all that. But art, by its nature, is sometimes vague. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Sometimes you're like, well, yeah. I can't really explain... It is vague, and I don't think the Arts Council need you to say this is what the show is going to be like because if you did know everything before you step in the room, yeah. it's defunct already. Yeah, Where's yeah. the like questions and the doubt is mm. where the juice is. However, I think it's really good as a creative and as someone who's learnt to work to deadlines with my writing, yeah. it's really good to actually answer those pragmatic yeah. questions. And Even if you don't get the money, it's, it's good for yourself, isn't it? So, yeah, well, it's vital yeah. and... I think there's a misconception, isn't it? If you if you say you're artistic or creative, people look at you like, ah, oh, you don't know how to get places on time. You probably aren't going to deliver on time. You know, yeah. there's a it's a miscommunication. Yeah, creatives swim in doubt. You have to. That's where all the good stuff is. Yeah, but you got to have the other side as well to go. All right, get it done now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. answer the question. Yeah, not be scared of not knowing the answer, but chase the answer too. Yeah. And where's it going now? What, so what's the... Because the show... The show well, now, so Bella's finished. been optioned by um, Sid Gentle Films, okay. who produced Killing Eve and yeah. Fleabag. Yeah, and mm. so she's working with them um, on her first episode inspired by the play. It's right. not going to be, as far as I understand, um, the play on screen, mm. but they're working on the first episode and pitching it at the moment, so they're in that really juicy, figuring it out stage. yeah. 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 Oh, that's nice. So it's not, so it's not limited to the, the live performance. It does have a scope to yeah. break out beyond that. What was really lovely is that it wasn't just a show. The second half, or after the interval, we changed the whole set and it was really informal. Lots of cushions and blankets. And the okay. audience came back in. Oh, I'd hate that. And, um, well, I, I probably would too. Yeah. But the way Bella structured it, it wasn't so touchy feely. I don't mind touchy feely. I just wouldn't. I'd, I'd be like, oh, give me a seat. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> How well, we do. Well, some people could sit on seats. We did like well, gauge I would, that. I would be one of them. Okay. Be, let me sit in a seat at the back, please. <laughs> and we had to write um, things on pieces of paper, people's reactions um, to the show, right? Uh, and the themes. And it was so lovely because I'd never been in a room with a British audience who were all contributing with such intimacy and vulnerability and openness. Mm. I've never been in a room like that. Okay. Maybe with my close girlfriends. Yeah. Maybe. But this was like 100 people. And was it happening every night? Yeah. Was it always, there were no duff nights with that? I mean, not if everyone... If there wasn't, make one up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make one up. Make up a funny story about when it all went wrong. <laughs> I could, couldn't I? Yeah. I could, or I could tell you about the lady who um, said, um, she said, I don't know how all you young people are doing this. You're talking about, you know, things. Yeah. All the things. Um, I mean, I, I, I can't even, I don't, I've never said, I mean, I've literally never said, I mean, I can't actually say, she said. Yeah, yeah. Period. Right. And the whole audience just started cla clapping, going, yeah, you said it. And wow. she wasn't in her 20s or 40s. 
I would say she's like late 50s, okay. early 60s. And she's like, I got all my sex education from Jilly Cooper. Can't yeah, believe yeah. you're all talking about that. It's terrifying, that, isn't it? Yeah. And, and even now, generationally, there are some generations with no sex ed, really. I mean... And it's now sex sort of ed law, is like, but it's so specific in how yeah, it can be taught, and, and then different religions have different things, mm-hmm. you know, they have... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's changing, like, our eldest son did come back in year six, so he was 11, right. saying, uh, it was so disgusting, I'm not going to talk about it, and then he explained all the things he wouldn't talk about. Okay, yeah. And um, so we did sideways listening, yeah, yeah. going, ah. and um, <laughs> he said, um, and then it said, it should feel nice. Well, right. I don't think that's right. I think it should say, it shouldn't hurt. And I said, yeah, but not hurt. something that doesn't hurt might still not be nice. Mm. Yeah. But that's a good thing. And it is nice. But he Actually, makes, a, he nice. makes an interesting point there, though, as well. He, he also makes a valid point in that. And that's, you know, that's where it's a, a no doubt in tribute to your parenting as well. That, that would, you know, the fact a kid would think, think that way anyway. And I think would, it's like linked to shame and pleasure. Yeah, yeah. It's pleasure. It's like one step beyond logic and, and this is what happens. Like, enjoying being slightly out of control slightly like just following your impulses is is terrifying that's all right but i think we need to have that conversation you want to see it when we were talking about it before in the show sometimes nap right when i stay at her house like makes moves on me yeah. And, yeah. and it's like I was yeah. I was discussing it before because I was saying how quite how aggressive it is okay. it is it's, it's good to be direct <laughs> no, nobody said it wasn't consensual what I said was <laughs> I think the phrase I used and I stand by this it's humorlessly aggressive mm. so it's like really really emo- and you look how massive she is she could batter me and it's like you know and it's sort of like I mean I'm, I'm relatively I, strong I'm thinking about battering you but right she's now got, to be honest she can get leverage on I, me right? could. I think I could almost get like, over this desk to punch so it. Even so if it, it even, it, even if it wasn't consensual <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. then it, I think it would still happen with, do you know what I mean that's how yeah. she approaches me and he's just very lazy it's good though but it's like, not lazy well, but it's good to like th- why is that aggressive mm. that's what I want Thank now she, she bears her teeth she bears it and she, look, she looks, in, not into my eyes, into my soul. It's very, very, di- but, it's, but it's not See, like... See, what are you scared of? Obliteration? Not romantic, it's not romantic. Nothing romantic about it. She What's looks romantic? right into my eyes and it's like, fucking, it's, it's almost like she's going, I'm going to fucking kill you. Uh, right? So you're that, scared that, of that's dying. That's how it feels. She doesn't say it's about, that. Uh, you're scared of disappearing. I'm not scared of dying, I'm, but I am sometimes scared of the manner of death. And I don't want to die because she has decided she wants it now. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not. Just say no then. Oh, so if I'm, we'll stop. Well, well I might do that next time. Next yeah. time I might say no and see yeah. if you yeah. carry on. And then we'll both wake up <laughs> and it'll be like, oh, how's it like a dream? Or not? I might see if you carry on next time when I say no. But what do you think? And then we'll, all, I mean, we'll all reconvene. But perhaps um, something that I write about a lot yeah. is. That was good. That I, was fucking. That was, oh, wasn't that amazing. No, but it actually is true. How it's did you jump from that back to. Let's talk about my writing. I mean, that was like. Well, no, the art of surrender. I wish I had a sting for that. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. So this book in August that's coming out. Yeah. Tell us about it. <laughs> stay, stay on the. Yeah, because in my writing, I do. I love to explore and pick apart the art of surrender and yeah. our preconceived ideas of it being a passive, weak stance. Yeah. I don't always agree with that, and I think especially women do receive a message like, in order to be strong. You have to conquer. Yeah. Or sometimes we are encouraged to mirror a masculine, I don't mean male, but masculine energetic way of expressing power or mm. desire. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes the art of surrender to what you really desire mm. is quite an, a 
skill. It, I agree, but it's a complex thing, isn't yeah, it? Because totally. I, I think now there is a level uh, of um, second guessing constantly within mm. sexual relationships, and and you would be. It's one of them, isn't it, where you could be in a situation where you think you're both on the same page, and indeed you are both on the same page mm-hmm. within that moment. Mm-hmm. And then when that's reappraised at a later date, it can be like, do you know what? I actually felt really uncomfortable then, and that and, and that is treated as equally valid. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole different argument if it is or not. But that, but that's you know that's. And I think that li- links to surrendering your brain or your shoulds or the little voices and eyes that you watch yourself with, mm-hmm. surrendering to exactly how you feel exactly now mm. so when that shifts you can articulate it mm. um, and I think that's also in the pool of surrender like what actually is happening to me now yeah yeah how do I surrender what I thought I should be yeah or what I think you want me to be right now or what I think I want myself to be or you know it's in that nebulous yeah. place isn't it and I think I'm just scared. Of, I think I'm just scared of her. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I think I'm just bored because he doesn't do a lot. He I always goes on. He just likes to because he says he's not got weak. He's got weak arms. Just, can I just say, by the way? Can this. I just say I have never said this. You've said it on it's, the show. It's You've something. It it's show. something that Nat. That I said as a joke, and that Nat has misremembered. He, he will only go on the bottom. He will no, go I, I said one day as a as a throwaway he's got time thing. For that. I said as a joke, as a throwaway thing. One day I went like my elbows can deal but with that. That's all. Weak. That's all I said. And then since then, there. she has said he has got really weak arms, yeah. and he can't. So I've never said the actual thing there in I real just life. That they I've got really, quite I've got very strong arms. Well, get on top then. No, what because happen? it's not just that. It's not just being above on my arms, is it? <laughs> There's loads more to do than that. That's God's true. Sake, so boring. And what yeah, she's not telling like... you as well, here's the thing as well, she's not telling you as well, I push up me. It's not, I don't just lie there. I do actually, I do some movement. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, of course know. it is. It's important. But also, but like... the reason she's been like that is because she doesn't want me to do it. She doesn't want that. She wants me passive. She wants me... <laughs> Uh, do you know if I was in a coma it would be ideal for her she, she would love that she'd love it I can't deny that would be true yeah that is true <laughs> but, the thing, but it's interesting though what you say like it's too what vanilla what I love about this is we're having a serious conversation and a joke conversation at the same time and yeah, it's actually yeah, yeah. working yeah, I'm, yeah, happy, it's I'm happy well, with this I'm happy well. with this but like you, you know you say like vanilla sex boring yeah. like there's there's a lot of judgement surrounding yeah. sex loads yeah and I don't know why it feel the more I is it not born of insecurity? Is it not born of insecurity when talking about? It? Is it not? Is it not a thing of, of people? I mean, this is a huge generalisation. Was it not when people talk about sex that they're worried about giving something away about themselves, so they err on the side of safety and, and talk about things? You know, you know. If I said something, to, I, I bet if I could think of a sexual thing now, right? Which probably all three of us at some point have done in our life, and I could say it now, and somebody in this room would react to it as, oh, do you know what I mean? As, as, a, as yeah, a reaction. And this is what. The play was all about. Yeah. But why? Why? Because we learn. And, okay, the play was about female sexuality, but I think generally we are trained quite early on to be very conscious of other people's opinions about our sexuality or how we express our sexual selves or how we relate to our sexual selves Mm -hmm. or, you know, even so far as, like, still young girls like thinking well if I you know I actually ultimately if I'm a straight woman I should learn to come with a penis inside me because that's like the ultimate mm. that's like top don't, that's give, top. don't give her ideas <laughs> <laughs> but I, we've had so many conversations building the play yeah. and, um, and one of them was like I, I learned to climax I didn't even know I was orgasming I said to my friend you do this thing right 
And he was all wrapped up because I, I did not want to get pregnant. I didn't want right, a penis okay. near me. I don't want sper- I don't want your sperm. I don't want to worry about all that. I just want to enjoy that feeling. And I was like, can you do this? And then there's like this plasma. There's all I could just like a woo, plasma ball, you know? Right. And my friend just looks at me like, fucking weird. <laughs> and I received the message that I can't talk about this. Totally that. But I carried on. So I was yeah. like, it's lush. Why should I stop? There was no like breaks in my head. My mum never put breaks. My dad didn't put thought it was weird, or do you think he was covering his own thing? Do you think he was like, "Oh, is it or isn't it?" I'll just say it is. All I remember it was my girlfriend, and she. I just remember her expression of like. Oh, it was a girl. There was a yeah, girl was you like, talked about, it. right? I, okay. I, it was like so, I discovered. I was like, "Did you know that if you do this right, and like his penis is hard, and you do that, it feels so nice." And, right and she again. she looked <laughs> she just looked at me like what do you have to do I've got <laughs> <laughs> how'd you get it hard again <laughs> what's this nice feeling what's this nice feeling he doesn't do that <laughs> <laughs> experience this nice feeling well how'd you get that no, no, I feel like it's such a privilege that yeah. I'd learnt without a penis inside me yeah. and so then when eventually I did proper sex yeah and I apparently after two years of enjoying my very patient delicious fella mm. who that this is what the thing we did and then when I thought, okay, well now I should do like proper sex, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't really, I don't, meh. And then I had this for a long time in my twenties, thinking, well, I've graduated to grown-up sex now, right? So let's just forget the plasma, and like doing all the things and going like, oh, I don't, ah la la, it's exciting hunting. Oh, I think I'll have you. I taste you now. That'd be nice. Right. And then going meh, and it wasn't until like my thirties, and then meeting my husband and actually going, oh, oh, okay. We don't have to do it all in, like, stage one, stage two, stage three. Yeah. And and then working on this play and, like, being able to say that what I felt about it to a lot of people was amazing. So I... I, We need to come at it a different way. See how I did that? I did, yeah. Yeah. I think I'd have liked it, that play, Mm. but not the cushions. Well... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Everything sounds appealing to me apart from the cushions, and the cushions would literally have stopped me from going. I'd have, have been seat. scared of not getting a seat. It'd have been like, yeah, the cushions get out, and some some people get a seat. I'd yeah. be like, well, unless it can be guaranteed well, when, to me. When mum and dad came and saw the show, yeah, and um, there was full nudity in the show, and it changed our relationship a great deal, which is lovely. And we baked clitorises, biscuit clitorises. Nice. Right. It was like ultimate bonding with my mum and nice. my dad. In fact, how's that to in, in for, for full nudity stuff? Yeah, in a live environment. Yeah, I always think that's very different to be like full nudity in, on, on film how is that in a live environment well what made this nudity different is that we so you kept all your clothes on <laughs> <laughs> we're all naked just we got clothes on um, we didn't do it in a sexualized way I didn't get naked because I was trying to have sex or I wanted to be desirable or okay. I was desiring something from someone I got naked because I was suffocating and I couldn't bear it anymore I see okay and I was raging yeah, like yeah. a lion yeah and then she also got naked again without, there's no titillation. It, it was just freedom. Yeah. And people found it really moving. And actually, the climax of the show was us saying... Bomi, are you Googling her nude? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm doing an no, I'm not Googling her because I'm having a time. Just no, the second Sarah started to write, yeah, I got the kit off and you were straight on your phone. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> Sorry, well, well, Sarah, what people I really love, What people seem to really enjoy was seeing a real non-airbrushed all my cellulite on show my okay. crinkly belly after two kids not every mum's belly does it mine does my boobs that don't 
defy gravity and not smooth. See how brilliantly I'm making eye contact with you at the moment. <laughs> Even though, even though you're pointing, well, even though you're no, pointing at all your bits, I'm looking. I'm keeping because I know that because I know that's the correct grown-up thing to do. <laughs> and even though you're you're actually pointing, yeah, and I'm still making I eye have contact. Boobs, I'm not looking. Pubes, cellulite, hair, all hairy, and um, well, I, I've not. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what people seem to really enjoy. Yeah, and say so, like, uh, and and being naked long enough that it wasn't awkward that you would stop looking me in the eye and you would just check everything out and be like, yes, and what. Only if I was on a cushion. <laughs> that is the one, that's the proviso of the cushions. I would go on a cushion if it meant I could have a sneaky look <laughs> at one point. No, I hear you. I'm, I'm increasing. The older and older I get, and I don't know where this is going to end, but the older I get um, in my attitude to uh, appearance and my attitude to how, you know, like just things like weight and stuff like that. Obviously, I'm a big bloke and all that. And it's like, I honestly couldn't give two fucks about it anymore in, in either myself or a partner. It's, I. I really couldn't give a fuck either way and I don't I actually think I don't think I ever did so I never had a type for example me neither you know it wouldn't be like oh what, what sort of, oh, do you like big boobs I, was like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know I'm, well, you, whatever you, you get um, I saw a clip on Gogglebox the other day of that show Naked what do you want to call it mm-hmm. Attraction yeah so where the, the screens come up and people choose who they might want to have a date with based based on their genitals and then based on their torso oh is that not banned How's that a program? That's very popular. That doesn't make it all right. So is Jordan. It doesn't like. It's, it's not. No, that doesn't make it all right. Though. That's like. That's a horrible. We talk about this in next week's show. That is a horrible thing to put across mm. to an audience that you can't see. Right. And, 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 and but I also appreciate that it probably goes the other way a lot of the time in that show. I dare say I've got no idea. I've never seen it. No, I think like the it's one person, and then the presenter like um, is very proud of the fact that she's bi. Right. Um, as if so that's makes it. Okay. Right. And, You're um, saying being bi isn't okay. No, I don't. <laughs> you got to be really careful. No, not. I at know all. you weren't. I but like weren't. saying because I'm I'm bisexual means I'm more free sexually and I, yeah. I understand both bodies. And then the people just literally talk in depth about the genitals. But right. I, my um, one of my husband's colleagues at the moment was saying that you know he, he goes on Grinder and he's saying people ask girth, length, shape of penises before and it's like well no so on the one hand like we're really moving away from it's our shell it's our facility are you healthy can you do what you need to do fine enjoy your body mm. on the other hand tinder grinder like literally appearance, I need to know parents parents it's all appearance isn't it yeah. yeah but then you stay at the shell of yourself don't too. stare at my boobs <laughs> sorry I said you look right at them then right at my pecs <laughs> stared right at them <laughs> I'm appalled by this guest <laughs> <laughs> No, I hear you. Though. Do you know so, what I mean? Yeah, like, if, you, if you stay on the surface of someone else, yeah. that's how you're also operating yourself, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Not that you always have to be that earnest and like share everything, but do you want to connect or not? Or are you going to froth around? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've we, been at the allotment too long today. No, you're fine. I'm getting all sort of <laughs> turned. We could talk about it for ages, but I've got two <laughs> more guests on. Oh. <laughs> Um, but it's honestly been lovely chatting with you. Yeah, you too. Um, Thank and you. all the best with the story and all the best in your book and all that sort of thing. Thanks, um, so much. And keep the, yeah, that portfolio career. That's a, that's great that you do that and you have all them different strings to your bow. Thank you. It's fun. Even that sounded rude, didn't it? Mm. Strings to your bow, and it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> that didn't mean anything at all. <laughs> right, I didn't have a song queued up because I was too busy not looking at your boobs. <laughs> 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 what do you want on that? Um, Is that bloke coming on next? Yeah, KSI? he's on. He's coming on right now to make it a short song. 
Well, no, is it, this his song? Depends how long he sings okay. for. <laughs> Saying Randolph, 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 Randolph. Randolph. Look, that's a bad intro, isn't it? That's a terrible one, intro. Look, can you hear him? He's, He's shouting. It's <laughs> <laughs> furious. Are you there, KSI? Yo, what's up? I'm all right, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Where's Rebecca? She's, Rebecca, she's out. Why? Why do you want to talk to her? I don't know. She's got a really nice voice. I like her. All right, let's bring her in. Australian. Rebecca, so. can you come in, please? If that's all right with you. <laughs> I'll bring Rebecca in because Rebecca works in the gallery bit. Ah. But I'll bring her in now. Okay, hang on. Rebecca's She's coming on, on the phone. Mic now. Too, there, is. there we P- go. Poppy headphones on Rebecca. There you go. Rebecca's here now. It's fine. Hi, Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Case. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I just wanted to hear your voice again. It's been yeah. a while. Well, yeah, it's been a while. Thank you. I'm honored. I'm honored, KSI. <laughs> um, KSI, hi, it's Ian here, it's my show. Um, <laughs> do you want me to, do you, I don't mind, uh, like, do you want Rebecca to interview you instead? Um, I mean, yeah, go yeah, no, let's do that, no, let's do that. No, 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 I don't want to do, I don't want to do that to you, bro. No, I'll help, I'll help, I'll feed her questions and then if she upsets you, it'll be her fault. Oh, okay, then yeah, alright, let's, let's do all it right. then. Okay, go for it, go on. Cool, um, so, Logan Paul, how do you feel about Logan, Logan Paul? Uh, fuck him. Fuck him? Yeah, fuck him. So yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to... Well, I mean, I, I had a little bit of a Twitter rant yesterday because... Yes, I, just, I saw that. I, was, I saw that. I was wondering, like, what, what, what what's going on, like, with the whole fight. Because whenever, whenever the fight was in the UK, it got done. Like, shit got sorted. But now it's in America. Like, it's all just slowed down. And it's just... It's, it's boring me. It's pissing me off, so... Hi KSI, KSI. it's Ian here against my show. (laughs) Um, Just very quickly, what's the what's the backstory with Logan Paul? Oh, you know the YouTuber. I'll let KSI do this. um, So pretty much after I beat Joe Weller, I um, I called out Logan Paul to fight. We had who is a YouTuber. He's a YouTuber as well. He's also a YouTuber, and uh, we had a bit of back and forth, and then uh, we decided to fight each other. And, and a lot then, of people viewed that fight, didn't they? Over like five million, was it? Or mm. um, well, in total, it's like over fifteen million. Oh, at sorry. The moment. I thought you were but, a rapper. But, like, we're, but that, he does it that, all. He does it all. That's, fr- that's free views. Mm-hmm. Paid views. It was uh, over a mil. Wow. wow. So wait. Yeah. So uh, let me get this straight. Sorry. Hi, it's Ian here. <laughs> my show. Um, so wh- wh- why are you having fights with people? Well, I mean, obviously, I got to show that I'm the best. Uh, boxing YouTuber on YouTube. <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know... Can I, I can I become a boxing radio presenter? Can yeah, I, yeah, please. Can I fight people? I mean, yeah, yeah I we, mean... Yeah. yeah, you definitely should. Like, it's... it's yeah, There's definitely a gap in the market there. Is, I would love to see that happen. That is, this just, is this just pr- primarily a financial thing? No, Logan uh, Paul was being a little bit mouthy, wasn't he, KSI, mm-hmm. to you? So then I guess you guys just made the decision to... 
get paid and fight each other, I guess. But, hey, but you were a draw, weren't you? Yeah, so it end, ended in a draw, which yeah. was a bit annoying. But, uh, Are you going to yeah, fight no, him again? Sorry? Are you going to fight him again? Well, that is That's the, the rumours, yeah. In America, yeah. yeah. It's, it's on him. He needs to sort it out, so... Hang on a minute. Okay. <laughs> uh, hi, hi, KSI is in here. Um, just quickly, so um, to, which one of these gentlemen on here is KSI? I'm asking someone in the studio. Bandela. On the left. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Point, they did train for this box. So okay. No, wait. So I'm, I'm, I'm just I've had an idea. Oh, okay. You want to fight but, but KSI? Very much. K KSI is the black one. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. There you are. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. So you look you look relatively well built. I can't tell okay. you, you've got like loads of clothes on and stuff, so I can't tell if you're ripped or anything. I I'm also. He's not ripped. Well, I'm I'm kind of ripped. I'm like ripped in the same way as the other bloke is, as Randolph. I, I look a bit like Randolph, Randolph a little bit. <laughs> right? yeah, I'm, I'm ripped right now. Right, so here, yeah. here's the thing, right? Since the fight, I, I lost a lot of weight when JJ put it on. I gave him my weight. Is that him there now as well? <laughs> Was that Randolph then? Yeah, it's both Kendall and Randolph. We've got the guys that are on tour at the moment. God, this is hard work, isn't it? Um. <laughs> If you're saying that you want to fight with no, KSI... what I'm saying is I don't want to fight. Oh, but okay, I, wa I, I want to set up, I want to set something up as if we are going to have a fight. Do it. And then we won't have the fight. That's very important, though, that we don't have the fight. We could not have the fight on the 20th of June, which is this week, right, at the, in Brixton. Pop right. down and not fight KSI. So what's <laughs> happening? What is happening in Brixton? So we got a show. We got like our, uh, you know, London show uh, on the Thursday, twentieth of, uh, of uh, June. Right. Uh, yeah, that's what we're preparing for right now in rehearsals. So just warming up for that, really. And what happens in that? Is that all singing and rapping, or is that a bit of fighting and all chucked in for for good fun? <laughs> I mean, we, we might fight in the middle of our set, but it's not planned. If it is, it's just because JJ's pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> Will you please do that? <laughs> Will you please do? Apropos of nothing. Just halfway through the show, one of you walk up to the other one and just punch them square in the face and just see what happens. Then, then, then just let it play out. I mean, if, if you punch me, nothing would happen now. Hey, you can fake it though, you're good at it. I'd just be like, did a fly hit me or... <laughs> I don't know. Look at this. I reckon if I keep pushing their buttons in the right way, they'll start fighting each other right now. Mm. <laughs> that'd be alright wouldn't it yeah, they've, got loads, right. they've got loads of Twitter followers and stuff yeah. that'd be a proper big scandal well they're not on stage what is it the seven, they're not on stage tonight so they could have a few days to sort out no, any I'm, injuries I mean, in, yeah, any yeah, injuries yeah, right, so you no. could recover from this won't be happy unless one of them's lost a tooth by the end of this interview <laughs> um, see I don't know who any of these people are I don't know who, oh no it's Logan Paul the dude who yeah. was all hounded off Twitter, uh, YouTube, because of yes, the, they found a body. The body, and then he yeah. posted a video That's about that it. That's that dude, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So we always wanted KSI. I heard him. about that. He has a brother called Jake Paul, mm. right. and they're not very... Would you, KSI, would you say they're liked in America or very disliked? Um, I don't know. I guess they're kind of half and half. It's, there's pretty much, if you're over the age of seven, then <laughs> you hate them. And if you're under the age, you love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, are you? Could you confidently say right now that you do not like the Paul brothers? Uh, is I this an exclusive at Fubar? I definitely do not like the Pauls. Right. Well, I even though I hear it and I hear you've got history and stuff, and I hear that you're upset. I can hear it in your voice that you're upset. Right. <laughs> what would? Uh, what could I do as someone who doesn't gorge myself on this horrible YouTube? Spatting backwards and forwards and that. I mean, I don't know why you can't all be friends. What what, what would have to happen for you and what's he called, RuPaul, whatever he's called, <laughs> Logan, what, Logan what Paul? What would happen RuPaul. for you <laughs> to, to make to make friends again and to, and to be all good friends in the end, and then have a nice handshake, and maybe you can come on and sing a song on one of your pop songs. 
But what would what um, would need to happen to do that? I guess I'd need to um, knock him out. I think that's oh. What's with all, Why are you so aggressive? Why is that? Why you don't have what to knock mean? him out? Why so, can't you? Uh, that's just, it's it's my destiny to knock him out. Mm. Can't you just do this with? Can't you just do it with words and witticisms and a bit nah, of Oscar nah, Wilde business? You don't have to punch we've, him. We've, we've 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 already done that. We've done, you know, it's it's time to get in the ring and do what is necessary. I yeah. think I I think it's a shame that. <laughs> like, oh, no, if anything, it's entertaining for everyone else. Yeah, I'd say if you're a bank manager, but I <laughs> I think it's it's I think it's a shame that that is what it has come to. I think I don't know if you recall, you're probably just a little child when it happened, but uh, the pop star Robbie Williams <laughs> and Liam Gallagher had a very had a they were going to have a fight they at were, one point. They, yeah. The Brits, Robbie Williams said, oh, I'll, have, "I'll have a fight with you," and all that, and Liam Gallagher said no. And I th- and I thought wow. Liam Gallagher <laughs> was the bigger man for that. <laughs> so I so what I think is I think the best way of dealing with the situation is is forgive me KSI I think you should rise above it is what I think you should do. <laughs> no chance, mate. <laughs> why? What? Why? What would be the damage if you didn't actually have the fight? <laughs> what? Is it the difference between a house and not a house? No, it's because we've had we've had the fight and it ended in a draw and they no, need to redo the fight oh, right, to redeem humans yeah, right, well, I kind of get that right let's uh, bit, uh, call me cynical yeah. right <laughs> right call me cynical about this no fight ends in a draw ever a fight I mean, a fight also, only ends also, in a draw like, if it's stopped also if I knock him out like we don't have to hear his terrible music as well right okay I think um, this is all about double bubble in it <laughs> It's a draw. There we go. Another fight. There we go. Again. Well, you think you think there's gonna be another draw? Uh-huh. <laughs> Fuck! I can see you're having draws. I think draws. KSI could win. KSI, I think you could win between. What do you really think? With Logan Paul, I think you could. If you fight him again this year, I think you could win. Well, I'm not condoning wait, wait, violence. Why, why do you keep saying think? I know. Because you, you only managed to draw last time, you big baby. Why could you not fight him properly? If you're so hard, what? why was it a draw? Should have knocked him out, mate. Come on. Well, I mean, <laughs> you wanted, you wanted a draw. You wanted a draw because you know that you could get money for another fight. That's you, what it is. You know what brings people together? Music. And you are on tour, KSI. So let's talk about your lovely tour. <laughs> you can do okay. it. You can charge me. <laughs> no, come on, it's your show. Oh. I've handed your dates over. Okay. We dropped them on the floor. Tell us about your tour, KSI, while I pick up the piece of paper. KSI's got to get off the phone now, so can you. You can go whenever he wants. Got it now. So let's dates. So pretty much we are coming on, on tour. We've got a show this Thursday in London, Brixton, and then we've got uh, another show in Nottingham the day after, and then Dublin on Sunday. And pretty much after that, we're going to the Scandinavian countries. Well, they're, all, there. they're all on the website as well, on the newagetour.com. All, mm-hmm. all the dates are there. Um, what I would like you to do, it's been lovely chatting with you. Thank you for your time, both of you. Uh, it's been lovely chatting mm. with you. But uh, what I will say, though, after this, if you have time between this and your next, your next press junket, just have a, have a minute, have a, have a moment, and just ask yourself, is violence the answer? <laughs> <laughs> right? That's my, right, mate. That's my take keep, on it. That that, that's, all, that's all I ask. As long as you consider it, if you come up with the same result, absolutely fine. All I ask is that you do consider it, though. I consider it. <laughs> right, and, and don't rule out fighting me as well. <laughs> I'll get some of that dollar. Cheers for joining us. Thanks, KSI. Yeah, sure. bye. Amanda. Yeah, and you, and you. God, I never keep him off the phone. <laughs> <laughs>
listening to Fubar Playdio <laughs> Radio, which is of course home of the double play. Um, I can't remember what that song was just then because I didn't. I don't think I actually read it. But of course, the second part of the double play is always the pretty reckless with "Make Me Wanna Die." Thank you. then shout at the end of that song. What did he say? Chico? <laughs> hey. Oh. Typical Chico. Um, we found the Tim Curry. We did. Skyping things. Yeah. Uh, where you can Skype Tim Curry. It starts at $99. What's about 70 quid? Bargain. 75 quid. Mm-hmm. Um, was on sale from $199. Bronze package for $99. You get a personal online one-on-one video meet and greet experience with Tim Curry. Uh, downloadable HD video recording of your experience. Tickets to Ask Tim online event. Watch Ask Tim Answers. His favourite questions submitted by fans. Yep. Deep reveals from Tim's personal life and films never before released to the public. So that what was that? that, like sex tapes. Or I was, what was thinking that? that. Is that a few porn films? I don't know. Like silver ten- package, $200, you get this. Uh, silver, fan, same as the silver one. Oh, no, sorry. Gives you everything included in the bronze package. Plus Tim's autograph on an exclusive That's 8x10. Nice. That's nice. $100 for an autograph, though. Mm, Tim Curry. That said, I was bidding on a Tim Curry autograph on eBay the other day. And you lost, obviously. I did lose because it went up to like over 100 quid. It was a signed Rocky Horror program from the original wow, show. Okay. And it was like 16 quid for ages, and then at the very end, it zoomed up. Yeah. Sniper bids. Gold package with Tim Curry. It's $300, $299.99, same thing. Um, you get everything, obviously, from the previous one. You also receive additional collectible merchandise only available on Fan Mio for this limited time event. And then there's the ultimate package mm-hmm. where you get everything, but you get not one but two Tim Curry autographs mm. with one unassigned and very limited number collectible lithograph. Okay. What do you reckon? Um, if you're going to do it, go for the ultimate package. I do you reckon? reckon? Go big or $400. go home. $400. Uh, you get one, you get two autographs by him. You do get two autographs as well. And also, I guess it would be... Like, so there's a weird snobbery about this sort of thing, and, and I would also be party to that in certain situations. Like, mm-hmm. for example, if I've got a spare afternoon, which I rarely do, but if I do have, I am more than happy to sit down with that Celeb Voice Messages website and just go through them and watch them and just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes! Where people like, charge like 20 show, yeah. quid or whatever to, you know, to Personalised do Personalised message. Yeah. Yeah, you got one of those for someone once, didn't you? Uh, Barry got mm. Derek Akora a That's couple it. of times on there yeah. Yeah, for yeah, the yeah, Parapod, yeah. which was um, nice. Yeah, it was good. We used it on the Parapod. You know, it was good. It, yeah, it, yeah. it, it worked well. Um, but we noticed because I think Barry bought two of them, and then the next time he went on to buy one, it had gone up by a tenner. Oh, no, it was crazy. <laughs> Barry, like, Barry like, didn't get that, did he? Like Akora had gone, fuck, it's shit hot this business. <laughs> <laughs> like two in the last two weeks. Uh, where's this thing? I wanted to ask you. Um, Oh, his favourite. Do you know that I was asked to do that when it first launched? The voice, the voicemail yeah. thing. Because I knew a girl who was friends with somebody who'd set it up. Who ah. was in, made the, and she said, "Oh, they said they'd be very interested in having you on there." And I went, "Are you fucking shitting me?" I think me? it'd be hilarious. Absolutely not. So what? So so absolutely not. People contact. I will never charge for an autograph, and I will never charge for a message. Right. If but... I've got time to do it, I will do it. Okay. If I've got time, I don't. I won't make time by you paying for it. 
Well, that's nice. That's honourable. But on this website... <laughs> I don't need to be honourable. I just think it's a really weird way of being. I'm trying to... I know we've talked about it before. So did, did they just off the cuff, like, riff the message? Or do you script it for them? Like, some of them, right. Again, spend an afternoon on there. Yeah. Some of them are shockingly bad. Oh, so it's the same one for everyone? No, they do. But they do one. I think Biggins is on there. And his was nice. Uh, I remember it, but yep. he's, he's consummate pro, isn't he? Of course he is. But there's other people on there who are like... I, I don't know. I just... I'm so honest, I'm just biting my tongue. Okay. Because <laughs> I forgot it's a live show, so I just don't want to say don't, something don't, that we can't cut that, out. Hold that, um, but, but you know what I mean? There are people on there you're like... You, the other way of looking at it, though, Nat, yes. is... So, Tim Curry is an example. Yeah. I presume Tim Curry doesn't get as much acting work nowadays as he used to get. Sure. Because he is limited by his physical um, situation, right? Yeah. Um, that's not necessarily fair, but that, I'm sure that is what's happened. I'm sure you know he's less likely to do stuff, or even voice work because his voice is more limited than it used to be. Yeah. So I imagine those things do affect his income. I, I would, I'm guessing all this, but I would, sure, I, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I presume that. So I have no issue with someone like Tim Curry, who's had a lifetime of service to the arts and a life, you know, been in some huge roles and pivotal and you know, mm-hmm. you know, epic roles that he's, that he's played. Very interesting man. Uh, very. Uh, you know what I mean there's a lot going on with Tim Curry yeah as an iconic figure he is definitely an iconic figure whilst also being a jobbing actor at Mm -hmm. the end of the day and someone who was just very very solid and dependable in every role that he played so he did stuff that wasn't iconic but he approached it with or appeared to approach it with the same verve and vigour that he did the big roles you know or the iconic roles um, and his voice works fantastic, and his audio books that he did, he did the Lemony Snicket books, he did most of those. Okay. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So if he's now at a stage now where his work isn't as uh, ubiquitous as it once was because of illness, I've no problem with him charging 400 notes to... Yeah, so have a chat with someone on the internet. I'm just here. He says he reveals his favourite questions submitted by fans. So he tells you what his favourite questions ever been asked are, right? Right. I don't know. What would you ask Tim Curry? One question. I, w- I wouldn't be able to come up with one. Really? I really wouldn't. And I wouldn't do that because it would feel... It's like going to a prostitute. It, it, just be, it would just be a whole different experience. Yeah. Because you, you wouldn't be meeting them and having no, a no, chat no. with them. Okay. It, it's, it's a financial transaction. Yeah. So something immediately falls away because of that. Where it's like... Well, you're, you wouldn't, we wouldn't be chatting on Skype now if I haven't given you $400. That is <laughs> Do you true. know what I mean? But maybe you'll chat on Skype, you'll go, bloody hell, he's really good, isn't he? I'll chat to him more off Skype for $0. And then the company would go, you're fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, yeah, that's true. That's what would that happen. True, Fan yeah, Mia yeah. would go, uh, yeah, you, you're so. absolutely not. Yeah, we're not giving true. you his number. You are that's not true. doing that. Oh, there'd be no way for it to work. Oh, so, it's a shame because I think it would really work out with the two of you, but me and Tim Curry. Mia are keeping you apart. I don't know that we'd get on. Somebody once told me he was difficult. And you're, <laughs> and you're really easy. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of more laid back. I and, think you'll get on really well. Yeah, no, somebody once, somebody who worked with him once told me that he was a bit, he was a hard work. But again, that's, re- that, that. that's reported. That's not, yeah, that yeah. might not be true at all. Okay. But that's what somebody once said to me. Isn't it weird how something like that can influence how you feel about someone? Yeah. If somebody tells you they're difficult, you go, oh, they must be. But no, but that's your preconception. Because like, I've met people who have been told are difficult and are really nice, and then people who are like, told are really nice and are like, difficult. No, it's a live show, I'm not saying a word. You can say who the ones who you're told difficult, but then they weren't. Not the other ones. Don't say the ones that were difficult. Um, no, I don't want to say anyone. I'm all in favour of saying the ones that were difficult, by the way. Mm. I'm, I'll happily name people who've been in this studio who've f- been uh, difficult. No, I'd rather you didn't. What? We've not really had difficult people in here. I've had a few. I'm trying to think of somebody. I can't think of anybody. Oh, we've had a few. Well, we've got to get our next guest on, so play a song whilst we discuss the difficult people and see if I agree. <laughs> Should we ring Tim Curry up? 
Can we get I, that out of petty cash? Had... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Get my I would cards. like his autograph. I would like that. We can't just get I that. I would genuinely like to be the base, What's in the basic package? Let's go back. So what? It starts at ninety nine. Yeah. What you don't get an autograph for that, though. Well, I think you should. I think you should do for that. Well, write to him and tell him. So can I can I pay the ninety nine and just get his autograph? Do you know what I would do for the ninety nine one. Give an autograph. Don't show the films never released to the public in the ninety nine package. Yeah, bump I'm, it up. I'm not by the right sex tapes. Bump it up to the the prime package, the ultimate package. Yeah. I think I need to speak to Famio and sort this around for them. Well, it seems to me that Famio exactly know what they're doing because they know that people would... That's the thing they would want the most is an autograph. Do you Something... think even more than an unreleased film? Oh, definitely. Oh, okay. I think people would want okay. the actual chat that they have with Tim Curry online. Right, right, right. But I think after that, you would want some sort of memento of that that isn't just that, you know, something you can put on your wall and stuff. Mm. That's true. I'd like a Tim Curry autograph thing. It's got a nice autograph, Tim Curry. I don't know if it's... Uh, now, would it have changed now? Would his autograph change? Because, again, his, his mobility is... Not mobility. Dexterity would be slightly influenced, I'd imagine. So you want a, a current autograph? He had a very sharp autograph. Ooh. Very very well-written autograph. Yeah. You know, none of these swirly lines and that. My, mine's a tip. You can't even see my name in mine. <laughs> um, I've not set a song up. For anyone? Other than Slipknot. Put Slipknot on, that's nice. All right. I felt the rise up in me Kneel down, clear the stone of leaves I wander out where you can't see Inside my shell I wait and breathe I felt the air rise up in me Kneel down, clear the stone of leaves I wander out where you can't see Inside my shell I wait and breathe Like, I've got a headache. That has given me a headache. I've no right. issues with Slipknot as a band. I don't know much about them at all. But that has given me an headache now. Okay. That's Slipknot that just did Download Festival over here. Did well, apparently. Download happened. Just happened this weekend. Has it? Mm. I used to do that every year, you know. I used to gig at Download every okay. year. Okay. Good festival. Um, I was quite liked it. It was a comedy gig. It was all right. A bit yeah. rowdy, but it was fun. Fun rowdy. Rowdy. Okay. Rowdy. Um, but it was financial piss take. Well, there we go. I don't That's know if nice. that was just the promoter or not. It could have, it could have been the promoter because it's a private promoter. Could okay. have been taking the piss. Um, but I've got a headache now, and I've got to speak to Chris DiStefano on the phone. Yeah. Chris, are you there? Yes. Chris, don't shout, Chris. Cause I've I'm got, here. I love that. I've just told you I've got a headache. Song. You love it? it. Yeah. What bit? I mean, it was it was a lot, but you know what, man? I dealt with it, dude. Yeah, I was banging my head off my car window. <laughs> you're not driving while you're talking to us, are you? I am, but I'm on I'm on Bluetooth. I'm not uh, I'm not breaking any laws. I'm doing something that's completely legal in the United States. I'm just talking on the Bluetooth. Yeah, that's right. Also, also over here, it would be legal as well. Where are you venturing to, please? I'm driving on the FDR Drive right now, in New York City. I got Brooklyn to my left. On the freeway. I got. Uh, I, I, I'm on that. Yep, I'm on the on yep. I'm on the I'm on the highway driving back to Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, I just I just sold. I, 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 me and my kid's mom, we split up about two years ago, and I just sold the engagement ring. I just got $9,000 in cash, baby. <laughs> I got it in rubber bands, I honest, and I'm putting I, it in my duffel bag, and I'm, I'm bringing it to the UK. I genuinely thought you were going to tell us you'd sold your kids then, at that point, when you said, I've just sold, and my heart stopped. So you've sold, yeah. the, you've sold the engagement no, ring, nine grand. I, I got 9K, which is not bad. K, I apologize. Um, and it's all... I've, I have a brick of cash right now in my car, so nice. I'm going to um, I'm going to go deposit it. Hey, 
Chris, are you, um, and you can tell me it's none of my business if you like, but are you pretty solvent? Are you, are you financially all right with your career at the moment? Yeah, financially I'm good, man. You know, I just bought my first apartment in New York, so, nice. you know, that's a good sign. It, it's expensive It's expensive out here, but, yeah, man, I'm doing well. I mean, I have ultimately no fans in yeah. the UK as there's, I, have, I, have, I need help with the ticket sales. Okay. Thank, thank you for having me on. We can do that. But in, okay. the, in the United States... I'm doing pretty. I'm doing pretty all right. Good. Okay. So in that, I'll tell you what would be a good bit of publicity about this, right? That have you got? Yes. Ni- have you got nine k in cash right now? Yes. Just un- unpack it and chuck it out the window. <laughs> no, dude. I. No. Well, no, listen. You were showing is- off about how much money you had. <laughs> so. Well, no, I got. I, well, the thing is, the thing is, I would throw it out the window, but I do have to pay a lot of child support, so this Fine. is all right to the child support. But don't you have yeah. to? Don't you only have to pay child support in in direct correlation with what your income is? So if you so if you decide now to just go right, right. Go, go along the sidewalk, right, and just right. Give, give it out to people less fortunate than you. Mm. Just some of it, just like just one one yeah. k of it. Just do that. We could do it on the air. We could do it live. You could give away one k. Just randomly, you're not telling me that wouldn't be front page of Chortle over here. Definitely. That's would. so true. Listen, if, if I wasn't driving right now, oh, I would one thousand percent. I'd take I'd take five hundred right now, and I'd give it to a homeless guy for sure. Right. So, so hang on a second. So, because you're driving, you're not going to do that. Well, if <laughs> listen, if I wasn't driving, yeah. I would do it. Right. Okay. I so, will do it. I'll but, tell you this. But it has, this. It has to be, has to be right it. now, does it? It has to be right now. So when you stop driving, you, that that deal isn't on anymore. No, when I stop driving, I'm going to do it, and I'm right. going to video it, and I'm going to send it to you. Right. Football radio, baby. Please, well, I, I think am. that is an. Do you know what? I think you should do that anyway. If you can afford to do it, I think you should do it. Only if you can afford it. I think you should do that. I think that's. No, a- dude. You know. You know what I do? Yeah. I. I love. Uh, I always do that. I. Uh, my mom taught me, I never really give, because you don't know in New York, like, what the homeless, if you give them money, like, what they're going to do with it, but I'm always buying food and water for the, as many homeless people as, yeah, every yeah. day I do that. I would say almost every day I do that, and that's my mom, taught, led by example, that's what she used to do anytime I was with her, she'd buy them bagels and waters and give them food and, and drink. So well, I do that, I do that almost every day, I, 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 Do you know what, I think, all pissing about aside, I think that, I, I genuinely think that is, that's obviously very commendable but also yeah. as you should and that, you know as everybody should really and also there's a, an element of it as well isn't there where you're like like even when you said then I don't know what yeah. they do with it so I buy them food and water like, it doesn't matter what they do with it fuck it like, they can let them have it look man if I have $500 I'm not going to go buy food with it I'm going to buy heroin and shoot it right into my ass that's just what it is yeah let them have a bit of heroin if you want though if yeah so if you, you haven't know, got an house I get it so I'll just buy food okay yeah. Well, yeah. it's, a, it's a shame you're driving, yeah. isn't it? It's a shame that you're conveniently driving at the moment. I can't hear any other well, cars, though. Well, I know, sure. man. Yeah. yeah. Are you sure you're driving? That's why I said throw it out the window. Mm. I know, I am driving. Right now I'm looking at the beautiful Brooklyn Bridge, the iconic Brooklyn Bridge. Yep, in, uh, just, just by the Big Apple, that, isn't it? As, yes, as iconic as your bridges. Yep. I freaking love London. I'm, I can't wait to get there. Do, where, where are you on at in London? Do you know huh? which which venue are you at in London? The Soho Theatre. It's at the Soho. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is it yes. what, how many nights? So, are you? Uh, two. Two, two nights. nights. June twenty fourth. Nice. June twenty fifth. Next okay. Monday and Tuesday. So have you never have you never gigged over here before? 
I've I've went over there a couple of times. I've done the stand. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. In Scotland, it, yeah, I've done that. And then in London, I really, I mean, I I popped over there. I did the V Festival in like 2012. Right. Okay. Um, but I really don't have a fan base there at all. So that that's what this trip is about. Trying to get you know more in the UK because I love it so much. I would imagine that you would perhaps be surprised by a fan. Like I I think generally speaking, what happens is somebody is a well-known comedian somewhere in the world. That generally mm-hmm. speaking, there, particularly in London and probably Edinburgh as well, uh, and maybe Manchester a little bit, there would be a there would be enough people for a gig to happen. You know, who would know of you, who would see it as like a, a big deal that you were coming over, even if it felt like you weren't. You know, you didn't have any um, any fans yeah. as, as such in the UK. I bet, I bet you have. I have. Yeah. No. I'm, I've, def- I've certainly gotten a lot of messages from fans of mine saying they're going to come see me at the at the Soho, but, but um, I just, like in America, I just use, I could sell a little bit more tickets than I can in the UK, but I'm still, like, I still definitely have some fans there, for sure. You know, podcasting and social media, that, all that stuff is, you know, international. Yeah, the world has shrunk, hasn't it? Like, the, the, the world is minute now. It's a, little, it's a little baby world. Yeah. It's a little cute baby world. Yeah. And you're, and you're going to give all your money away, remember? So that would have been another good thing. I'm you give could, all the money away. Yeah, you could have said that. You could yeah. have said, um, for those two dates, 24th and 25th, you could have said, then please don't say this, but you could have said, uh, I've got £9,000 from an engagement ring that I don't need anymore. Um, I'm going to give $1,000. Yeah. I'm going to give 1000 away to one lucky punter on each of those nights. <laughs> That's true. That's you know what? That's what I am going to do. And it's going to be even more money. Isn't the pound worth more money yep. than the US dollar? Yep, yep, yep. Yep. I'm getting 2000 away. Fuck okay. it. Right. Brilliant. That's that's exactly it, because that, that's how you redistribute wealth. And then you can say during the show, you can say, look, I was going to give this to somebody homeless, but I've decided to give it yeah. to somebody in the audience. And then that way, that person in the audience would should, God willing, should then go, well, I'm going to give it to the homeless myself. I'm going to, you know career that yeah. but but they're not obliged to do that but hopefully that would be a nice way of doing it and you can't buy that sort of pr mate you like your pr would have cost more money than that to just you 100%, know 100 that'll get dude people you just made me change my whole philosophy in life i appreciate that you know what i am gonna throw this money out the window right now but no not yet because you gotta give it away to the audience don't forget you gotta give, you gotta give it to the audience two, two thousand oh, pounds all right, all right fine thank god because i the window wide open all right fine, yeah, no, no, no. Keep, keep two but get you want to keep two back for each night so you want to you want to keep four back and then you can chuck three out the window i would personally prefer it it's again it's your money you can do what you want with it but i would prefer it if when you get to your destination and you are by a sidewalk where people will be having a sandwich, but it is big, it's big, not just a little one like they have over here. These are all my American references. Um, that you would then perhaps give it to someone. Or, or don't give it all in one go to someone. You, you can if you want to. But, how, about you know. this? Well, how about this? Do you, do you live in London? No, do you I don't. Live in London? I do not. No, no. I, I, I was going to say, because if you lived in London, I would come and I would give you 500 bucks if you came to the show. Okay, yeah. well, well, my producer has just put a hand up and she said she would like 500 bucks, well, please. It's, a thou- it's my birthday, so a thousand would be better for me. I'm not going to lie, Chris, on the 24th. That's the, true. The, the, the then get okay. to the show with yeah. five mm-hmm. friends and I'm going to give you guys 500 bucks. Oh, right. right, now, I've got, here's the problem that I've got. It's my birthday on the 27th mm. of June, which you're not doing a show on that day. Well, I am, but I'll be in the I'll be in Newcastle at the stand in Newcastle on the twenty seventh. Oh, mate, that's an absolutely that's a gorgeous venue. You'll have the time of your life. Have you done that venue before? No. Are you going to come to the Newcastle? It's not. What ne- are you doing for your birthday? It's not near me. I'll t- do you know what? I'm, I'll tell you what I'm doing for my birthday. <laughs> right, genuinely. Do you my- want U.S. money or not? 
Well, yeah, yeah, I want it. I do want it. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not like turning my nose about it. But if you remember, we started this conversation. You were going to give it to the homeless. So I, I feel, I would feel a bit bad if you gave it gave it to me rather than the homeless. And I'd feel I would feel obliged to give it to the homeless. All right, fine. So I'll give the money to the homeless, and I'll buy you a bagel and some water. Perfect. So, um, but the stand, yeah. the stand Newcastle. I will put my neck on the line and say to you, yeah, I bet you it's the best gig of your tour. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree. Anything. It's I, brilliant. I, I did the stand in Glasgow and the one in Edinburgh, and they were they were fantastic. So I would imagine Newcastle is just the same. I'm just going to stop you there. It's Glasgow and Edinburgh. It's not Glasgow and Edinburgh. Uh, I, I'm sorry. See, this is why we elected Donald Trump because he's stupid. <laughs> I just feel like basically I spent many Edinburgh festivals and Edinburgh fringes when I was when I was doing shows there, uh, listening to American sometimes Canadian comics as well coming over and saying Edinburgh, and uh, I've not heard Glasgow yeah, before. Thank you for including Canadians. I appreciate that because it's like you know we are the ones the Americans get the bad rap so we don't know how to yep. pronounce shit. Yep. But neither do the Canadians. Yep. So I appreciate you including them. Yep. Those friendly fucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's try. So, so what we're doing on this conversation so far is we are we are redistributing wealth, and we are also trying to essentially spark a international incident. Is what? Yeah. If Canada wants to step up, let them step up. Let's yep. see how they do against the United States. Yeah. Okay. Good. So you're you're calling them out directly. Directly. Yeah. I'm calling out. I'm calling those friendly fucks out directly. I presume. <laughs> I presume you'd be willing as well to put some of this, all this great wealth that you've got in your back pocket at the moment. You'd probably put some of that towards the war, 100%. the war effort <laughs> against Canada. Yes. I'll give, yeah, I'll give. I'll give Canada another thousand dollars if they want to step up. <laughs> now, what I would like, Chris, because I'm, I'm very much enjoying your company. What I would like very much is I would like you, yes. for, for, for your own well-being, to, to keep an eye on how many grand you're giving away here, because I think that so far you might have gone past that nine. I think I count five yeah. and a half. I think it's on. more than think that. Think yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm giving, yeah, I know. Now it's getting low and low. I was all set to take my daughter on a big trip, but now we're going to have to dial it back a little bit because I, I realise I've given <laughs> half my money away. <laughs> Yeah, so, so when you go off the phone to me, give your daughter a call and say, look, I, yeah. I, I appreciate you want to go to Disney, but the problem is I've, I've just given yeah. all this money away to a presenter I've just re I've just met on the radio yeah. and his producer. Yeah, so you know what, babe? Listen, instead of Disney World, how about I just go push you on the swing for a little while? Would that work? Yeah, with It's a Small World playing on YouTube. That's the same thing, isn't it? There you go. Ultimately. And it's like we're at Disney. Yeah, yeah. Just say there it you, is. say you're doing the. Say to her, just tell her this is a thing. How old is she? She's four. Oh, she won't understand then. So just say to her, say, oh, there's a thing we can do, sweetheart. We can either do Disney normally, and she go, yeah. Oh, do you want to do Disney special? And she'll go, oh, Disney special, please, daddy. And you go, right, Disney special is called. We call it Disney blind, and what it is is we do Disney, but we you, we blindfold ourselves so that we can empathize with people that have lost their sight right so then just stick a blindfold on her put it to small world on a stereo and just push her on a swing there you go we yeah. make it happen that, that was awesome do you have kids no obviously not well, you already know how to be a piece of shit you, you already know how to be a scumbag parent i love yeah, it yeah yeah so that's why i'm not adam <laughs> but but here's the beauty of that idea chris here's the beauty of it do you know how much that costs yes. Zero pounds Zero or dollars. dollars. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. 
She's yeah. had the time of her life. Oh. As she gets older, she will remember that as being an amazing experience that she did, quote-unquote, Disney Blind, TM, which I'm going to get trademark yeah. on that. <laughs> Disney Blind, right? You, you've yeah. not spent a penny. She's happy. Your, yeah. ex, your ex will be pissed off about it, so you've upset her as well. That's a bit of a bonus. Yeah. Let me ask you. Let me ask you guys this. What would you do? So I just got the payout for the for the ring. Would you give? Would you? Should I give my ex half the money? Should I do that, or should I just keep it? What should I do? Oh, um, uh, again, it's a tough question. Again, well, uh, there are caveats to it. I think. Uh, d- did you leave on good terms? Well, I mean, we have a child, so like we left on good. T- we're good co-parents, but good. obviously the relationship. No, it ended in flames. But you know, we're we're co-parents, so. I could either take all nine thousand yeah. and put it right in my daughter's college fund, yeah. or I could give my kid's mom half of it, and then I keep, and then I put half it to my kid's college fund, or I could just keep it all, or I could give it all to the homeless, like like we said earlier. Oh, it's Ooh, difficult, that man. I, I think well, college fund, I guess, would be uh, number one. I, I think probably would be the best thing because then that's a sort of a guaranteed thing for it to be directly to the kid, um, if that's what you wish right. to do. If you feel, uh, uh, do the kids stay with their mum? We we split the time. Like I, okay. I, I I see her. It yeah. We split it. Okay. Well, in that in that case, um, does she pay you money for when you're looking after the kids? No, 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 no. Okay. No, no. I, I I pay for everything. I pay for her rent and bills. My I I pay for everything. I got. I'm running this whole thing, baby. But are you the primary breadwinner though? So so you're are you in a financially better better situation? I am. I am. Yes. Okay. I so am. so that's fair enough, isn't it? Really, I guess. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. I don't know, ma'am. So, I don't know. I, I, it's a I, tough one. I, I want to th- you threw a tough one on me, I want to throw a tough one on you. Yeah, I know. Here, I'm, I'm considering it. I think either uh, A or E. I think either the first one, college fund, or I think give it to the homeless. If if your children yeah. aren't wanting for anything and college isn't going to be an issue anyway because you're affluent enough, at, or you will be affluent enough at that point to deal with that, if you can afford to give money away, Maybe. and I think this of everyone, if you can afford yeah. to give money away, if you've got money that is spare, literally spare, I believe you should give it away. That's what I believe. Yes, that's a true point. It's a good point. Yeah. It's a good point. All right. Why? Well, you made me feel better. All right. But, but what I don't want, Chris, is I don't want to be yes. summoned to court. <laughs> Saying that I said do yeah, it. Well, That's what I don't want. Yeah, the, the thing is, the thing is now, unfortunately, you're involved, you're a witness. I'm complicit, so aren't I? just That's fucking, I hope you have your passport, because you may get summoned to court. I am complicit. What if I, um, what if I end up dating your ex? Please, 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 please date my ex. <laughs> I would love, would you I, I mean, I'm talking about, I'll, I'll pay you, I'll give you this $9,000 right fucking now if you date my ex and get her off my back. You, I swear to God, right. just date her, okay. nice English guy, just be good to my kid, blindfold her, push on the swing, tell her she's at Disney, I'll give you $9,000 right now if she never calls me and asks you what I'm doing again. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I can't say I'm not tempted, Chris. Is she, like, <laughs> like from, from the conversation we've had thus far, do you think that we were... Because part of me thinks, hang on, is he doing that to punish her? Is he saying, oh, yeah, go out with this guy? I've, I've swept no, him. no, no, no. Right. Brother, let me tell you something. She is gorgeous. My daughter's mother is this gorgeous, beautiful Puerto Rican Latina. Okay. She would love... 
Oh, she and and she loves. She would love your accent and yeah. and everything and 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 how well you're doing. I mean, and it would just be beautiful for me. It would be right. beautiful. I would. She would just be off my back. I could do whatever I want. You're It'd be great. Move though, aren't you? You're gonna have but, to move to New York. Yeah, though, but then, aren't you? then yeah, but you know, you know, sometimes hop over. Buddy, to, move to, to New York. You could. Yeah. I got. I got a two bedroom. Okay. I got a two bedroom. Live with me. Live with me. I don't care. Do you know what, Chris? Right, I've got got to say this. Every time I speak to someone from New York, right, varying levels of fame and fortune as well, by the way. Some hugely famous, some a bit famous. Every time I speak to someone on this show, they they always ask me to live with them. (laughs) Uh, This happened with a bloke from a Martin Scorsese film or something. Martin Scorsese actor. I think Bob Saget. Bob Saget did as well. He said, come and stay as well. Yeah. No, we'd love to. I, you and Bob Saget come live with me. I don't care. <laughs> but it's not. Like, I don't want to do it just because you. Because you all. Like, is it? The, is there like a thing going around? All like comedians in New York. Like, oh yeah, get Ian Bowles over here to fuck your wife. Is that what's happening? Yeah, I'm, that's what it is. I, I'll be a cock. Right. <laughs> fuck my wife. Nine, Whatever nine, you want to do, nine, dude. Come nine, on, Ian. Nine K is a lot, isn't it? Nine dollars. Nine dollars. Yeah, but it's still a lot, isn't it? Nine K. I'll tell you this. I'll honor. I'll honor whatever it is in pounds. I'll honor that too. I'll pay the difference. Nine pounds now. Get over here. Have sex with my kid's mom. Get over here. Glad you finished that sentence. (laughs) I, I, I. I don't. I, yeah, I th- it's an offer you can't refuse. I think. Yeah, but that's the problem because mm. it, it sounds like t- it's too good to be true. Yeah. So I don't want to show my hand now because it sounds too good to be true. Okay. No, I disagree, man. I, I'm telling you, there's. Um, uh, it's it's beneficial for both of us. You could come to the U.S. You got a place to stay. Yeah. You get a hot girl, and yeah. I won't have to deal with a with the, just an enraged Latina anymore because all that anger and energy will be directed right at you. So it'll be perfect. <laughs> but I can, I can soak that up, man. I'm, I'm good at that. I can soak that up because I don't, I don't really get angry very much. Soak it up, man. I do sometimes, but yeah, very I feel rare. like the, yeah, the English, you guys are a calmer, you're a calmer group of people and you can yeah. deal with stuff. So yeah, do it. Yeah, I could make her a cup of tea, couldn't I? Mm-hmm. There you go, a little yeah. Mary Poppins, absolutely. Yeah, oh, hi, hi, Maria, whatever her name is. Hi, Maria, would you like a cup of tea? No. I could do it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gee, she would love it. Are yeah. you kidding me? She'd fucking love it. She's spicy, she's hot, so yeah, think about it. And because your kid's blindfolded on the swing outside, I could just essentially bring a rope back from the swing into the house, so while we're inside on our tea, no I could just pull that rope. Yeah, she'd be blinded, yeah, she'd be blinded to that. She doesn't know what the fuck is going on, it all works. Yep. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think I'm in, I think I'm in. That sounds good. I'll let you know for definite, but I think I am in. I fly back I fly back to the US July first. Get on that right. plane. Okay. That's yeah. Actually, that's handy as well because I'll have, I'll have the nine grand from him, man. Yeah. I might get a bit of birthday money. You never know. That's so. true. So you can book a flight, get your stuff. Easily, in order. dude. Get a business class seat. Mm. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Yeah. I think I will do that. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, look, you, you, well, I'll be sorting out all visas and all that sort of stuff. And unless you want to do it, I mean, how easy is it to get into the US at the moment? I could get you, and don't worry okay, about it. Okay, perfect. Close all right, well, here's what we're going to do. Um, I'll sort out all that sort of stuff. I'll get packed and all the rest of it. I'll, I'll just, you know, put my house in order before I leave. Um, you come over and yep. do the dates on June the 24th and 25th yep. at the Soho Theatre. Get tickets at christycomedy.com. Um, yeah, christbcomedy, yep. yeah. Dot com. Um, dot com. All the cool. dates are on there as well. Uh, obviously, the other ones up in Newcastle and the rest of it as well. Yeah. You get all that sorted out. Uh, we'll hook up on... Probably the 30th of June, I guess, just so everything's all in order. And then we'll fly out on the 1st of July, and I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll immediately start fucking your ex. That's beautiful. Brilliant. Perfect, perfect, okay. perfect. I love it. Okay, perfect. That, that's all I wanted from this love show. It. Well, there we go. What a way to end Beautiful, the show. man. It was, a, it was a pleasure. It was an honor to talk to you guys. 
Thank you so much. Well, do you know what was you. Do you know what was nice about it? It was good that we did the PR, but we also did a bit of business as well at yeah, the same time. Good. You got somewhere new to live now. You all make sense. Did multitasking, didn't we? I'm going to tell my ex-wife. Uh, I'm going to tell my ex-wife that she can expect some English cock uh, in first week of July. Hey, Chris, Chris, Chris. <laughs> let, let it be a surprise. Let it be a surprise. How about that? We'll surprise her with it. Good call. All right, fine. Yeah. Just, just, perfect. perfect. And, and, yeah, and what would be nice if you if you drive me there, then she'd be like, oh, it's oh, so he, he doesn't mind. It's okay. So you know, I don't have to worry about jealousy or anything like that. No, be perfect. Oh, be good. Perfect. I love good, it, mate. All right, All right well, brother. Chris, Thank you. Thanks for your time. Drive safely for the rest of your drive, and I'll see you in a couple of weeks uh, right. when we have sex with your wife, ex-wife. All right, Chris. Thanks, love. All right, Cheers, bye. mate. Bye bye. There we go. Bye. That was Chris De Stefano. Show, right? Absolutely You've perfect. Got nine grand. Nine grand. <laughs> you have sex with his wife, ex-wife. Yep, gonna be. I, I mean, I think I'm going into a relationship and also bringing up his kids as far well, as I, I can like understand. You're living with him, not his wife for the minute. Oh, I'm stopping with, with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm stopping perfect, with Chris. Yeah, right? yeah. Lovely. What a lovely birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Do you think I should be um? What? Do you think I should keep him up to date on what we get up to him and his messes, or do you think? By the sounds of it, I think he'd appreciate that. Maybe a one thirty a.m. text just to let him know. If that's ever stay over at hers. That's true. Yeah. Well, I imagine he will be a bit, right? All right. Well, bring her over to his. No. Don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. I don't want to get involved in any of that. Well, I don't want it to be. Okay. Oh, maybe I'll join in as well. I don't want any of that. <laughs> Thanks to all my guests from the show today. <laughs> We had uh, Sarah, Sarah oh, Alexander, I apologise. Uh, KSI was on the phone with the other bloke, Randolph, Rudolph, what it was Randolph. called. Um, and Krista Stefano there, who did a, a very good deal there. Yeah, very good really deal. Likes, though, like yeah. that. Um, by the way, in case anyone thinks it's offensive, I am going to wait and see if she wants to. Yeah, of course. I don't think he's Steve. just... He's not just sold her to me. No, I don't think so. I don't think it's like, like he's going to speak to her. How much for the wave? It's not like that. No, 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 no I think... Um, and Chris is at the South Third as well. If you want to pull him up, like directly for it, well, get down there. Give, probably give you five hundred quid just 24, for going. Twenty-four, twenty-five. Just say you heard on the radio, you get five hundred quid for going. So yeah, <laughs> he won't remember what he said. See you next week. You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to FUBARradio.com.